Ladies and gentlemen, Spider-Man, Spider-Man, friendly MCU Spider-Man, for this is a friendly, friendly, friendly Fred the Alien Productions podcast. Oh, God. <laughs> We're going to do that again. I think we should just keep it. We're going to keep it? <laughs> I'm happy to keep it then if you if you thought that was all right. It's, all, it's from you, Kendall. It's always all right. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Stop. Should we cue music? We should. I don't know what we're yelling about! We came, we saw, we kicked its ass! Finished. Final dot. Five. Are you telling me you built a time machine? Kind of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it some style? Who is this? What's your operating number? Conversation anyway. Well, we're going to have company! Loud noises! Hello? Hi! Don't mind us. Don't, no, <laughs> don't mind us. Uh, I'm a Kendall Richardson. I'm a Wayne Stellini. I'm a Fulia Cantarmaggio. Welcome to a podcast called Friend. Yay. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. Yeah. Uh, it's a pleasure having you all here. Um, Fulia. Yes. How's your week been? Tiring. <laughs> um, the first part of my week was pretty good. I had my... Uh, my final episode of the uh, more multicultural AFL panel show on Channel Thirty One for the year. Uh, so the the grand final episode aired on Thursday last week. Uh, so now we're on a bit of a hiatus until January. Yes. Yes. It's not too bad. Not a huge hiatus, really. Well, no, it's about three months, but yeah, um, yeah it's still three months of me not working at Channel Thirty One. Not at this stage. At this stage, yeah. That's yeah. right. I never know what yeah. might I mean, up. anything could pop up. But the the managers there might, you know, call me for you know, um, uh, on location filming. So we'll Fingers see what crossed. happens. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Can I ask a question? Yes. So I feel like I remember you telling me. You may not have said this on air. Um, but the the panelists were going to predict who they thought was going to win. Yes. Can I ask if anyone picked GWS? <laughs> um, I don't remember. Oh, okay. Um, right. Doesn't matter because you that's know, fine. I'd... You can you can go onto there on the NEMBC. Um, go check YouTube, it out on Channel Thirty One on the YouTube channel yeah. because they as soon after it's aired they pop it up on their own YouTube oh, channel. Oh, okay, so cool. You oh, can watch it there and see whether YouTube. they've actually predicted it correctly. Yes, yeah. <laughs> because oh boy, yes, what a game. Yeah, that was. Yeah, if you want to call we, it a game. I was going to say, are we calling it a game? I don't know if we call it a game. Uh, yeah, yeah. No. My dad even said that it wasn't even a challenge for Richmond. No, no. <laughs> yes, for international listeners, the big uh, AFL which is Australian Football League uh, Grand Final, was held in Melbourne uh, over the weekend. Mm -hmm. The favourites took out the trophy uh, with barely any competition. Slaughtered. Slaughtered, yes. Slaughtered. 89-point deficit. Yeah. So it was Richmond's biggest win ever. Yes. It was the third biggest win, I think, of a Grand Final. Yeah. And it was GWS's lowest score ever. Ever. In a game ever. In a game ever. Oh my goodness, I didn't know that yeah. fact. Look, Whoa. kudos to them for getting to the grand final for not being yeah. a team for very long. Like yeah, less no, than ten years. Less than ten years. It's a huge club. effort. It yes. is a huge effort. Oh yes. for sure, yeah. yeah. But we crazy. paid for blood. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and they gave it. That was a Simpsons reference. Yes, for you. Right. Yeah. No, Kindle got it. I did. <laughs> That's fine. I did. 
Right. Um, yes, football talk aside, Fulia, how was the rest of your week? Um, good. So, um, Collectible Chaos released on Yay! Tuesday, which I'm very happy about. Yes, so am I. Brilliant uh, episode, ladies. Yes. Yet another brilliant episode. Thank, Thank you so you. much. Thank you. So, it was Kendall's top 10 favorite Robin Williams yes, films. Yes, one of my favorite actors of all yes. time. Do you know what I love about the video, mm-hmm. Kendall? Is mm-hmm. that because Robin Williams is. Amazing, oh, like just yeah. incredible talent. Absolutely. And I have seen all the films on your list. Oh, good. Yep, and I think I've seen a few more that weren't there. I'm sure you've seen. Oh, yeah, a few yeah, more yeah. That weren't there Same. as well. Yeah. But I was watching it, and I was just going. I don't think I agree with any single placing that you've actually put the films in. Oh, like no if way. I were to do my own top ten list, it would look different, right? Oh, I would love to hear your your own uh, top ten. I wish I'd prepared one earlier, but that's I haven't fine. because I'm just here to critique. We can. <laughs> We can talk about it off no. here. Yes. No, but the thing that I, what I really want to uh, commend you on, I think, and also as a testament to Robin Williams, was that even though I would have ordered the films totally differently to what you did, mm-hmm. it was still not only a great compilation and a great video, but it Thank still you. shows what a great actor he is that you oh, could yeah. disagree on the order, but still say you had so much enjoyment yeah. from this list. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I'm, gu- I'm guessing that for you that doesn't really take much away from the quality overall or your opinion on these films is just you would just rank them differently yeah yeah yeah. I mean there's some movies that I absolutely love from Robin some that I probably will never watch again (laughs) no one's perfect (laughs) you know like I mean we you know um, yeah unless you're James Dean you don't have a huge strike right yes Uh, then again he made three features yes so (laughs) yeah that's it Uh, yeah but no so I was yeah no still enjoyed it still had some lovely memories as well it's been a while since I've seen uh, a Robin Williams movie. The last one I watched was Jumanji. I revisited that one. Oh, yeah, a few months good, back, that's and a good uh, one to re-watch. and really enjoyed it. Actually, it's yeah. so much fun. I love yeah. it. Yeah, that's cool. So yeah, so it says what a great video it was. Yes, as well. Yeah. And great, it was great a lot picks. of lot of fun to edit as well. Yes, a lot mm. of fun to put together. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, you know, we recorded and uploaded the monthly at Winifred. Yes, yes. new monthly. Get around it. Yeah, yeah. another great episode. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Girls are killing it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then the rest of my week was working at the Royal Mammon Show. Yay! <laughs> For long hours on my feet. <laughs> oh, dear. But that's fine because I had a bit of a variety. So it's not like I was in one place for the whole week. I've been moving around to different spots each day. So that made it um, a lot more bearable, <laughs> especially the last two days where I only had uh, short shifts, I half half days, yeah, which made me feel so much better knowing that even though because I was starting so early in the morning, I was at least finishing mid afternoon, so I had the rest of the day to peruse around the show itself. So you actually got to enjoy it. I got to enjoy it. Yes, um, the main my main reason for going to the show as a patron myself is for the food, Yummo. all of the damn food because you can't get that kind of food. Um, you know, elsewhere, mm. especially the 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 one show bag that I love getting. <laughs> yes, yes. And it's the only time of year you can get it. And I know that a lot of you will know this because I've seen a lot of you buy it. <laughs> it's the Birdie Beetle bag. I bought the 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 what they call the Diamond Deal mm. Birdie Beetle bag, where you get fifty Birdie Beetles. Yeah. In a bag. Wow. For fifteen bucks. Oh, nice. Yes. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yes. That was like, I was like, right, gimme. That's <laughs> mine. <laughs> Love it. I also picked up the Kinder Bueno one. I also picked up um, a, a small Smarties show bag 
And then today, because I felt like I needed a little bit more chocolate, <laughs> I needed to go into a chocolate coma, yes, I, I ended yes. up buying an Aero show bag. Yum. <laughs> Yum. So Fantastic. I'll be eating chocolate for the next couple of weeks. <laughs> What's this weeks? Yeah, I'm going to try down it in a day. <laughs> Unfortunately, I can't do what I used to where I can finish it like yeah. in a day or two. You're going to um, turn diabetic. Yeah, so now it's more of a let's pace it out, let it last mm-hmm. for the next you know three or four weeks because I, I know I'm not going to be able to get those again for another year. Yeah, true. <laughs> yes. Discipline. Well, spe- especially birdie beetles. Yes. Mm. Um, That's so, awesome. Yes, I uh, got to do that. Got to walk around, you know, experience the show firsthand. This year they've changed up uh, a lot of the um, pavilions uh, where certain things have moved from one pavilion to a different pavilion um, to make it more central because they're the more popular pavilions that people visit when mm. they go to the show. Um so many kids. Oh my goodness. The amount of families that came through. My goodness. School holidays. Yeah. And Friday, which was grand, fi- grand final eve, was the busiest. Yeah. No, wow. Yeah. Public holiday. Public holiday. Yeah. And including grand final day. There was a lot of people there on grand final day. That's surprising. Um, but when the grand final was um, being played and was- broadcast live, it was actually put up on one of the jumbo screens um, in the middle of the uh, of the showgrounds. Oh, cool. Because they have, cool. A channel, they have a Channel 7 pavilion area. Yeah. Because oh, so, cool. they had a big main stage for performances by, you mm. know, uh, Channel 7 entertainers. Yeah. Um, and they had a, a jumbo screen where usually they will, pro- they will project what's on stage on the screen so the people in the grandstand could at least could watch see, it as well. Yeah, but it's time. Um, but for, on, the, on grand final day... They had the footy live on screen, nice. so a lot of people were sitting back and and watching it at the show. Cool. <laughs> Lovely, cool. and it was a nice day. Yeah, and about halfway through second quarter, they realised how it was going to work out and walked off. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so, going to ride. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's been my week. Uh, Good. How about you, Wayne? How's your week been? Uh, yeah, or two well, weeks? Yeah, it's been a fortnight since I last had the pleasure of your company, ladies. Yeah. Yeah, so Fully and I went on a date and mm-hmm. saw Downton Abbey. Yes, I want to hear did. your thoughts. Yes, so I'll keep it brief because Fully didn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I help myself. I know. We had a lot of fun, didn't we? Yes, we did. Yeah, it, uh, as fans of the show, we had a lot of fun. I'll summarize in saying that it's a, look, it's a, it's a great film. It's really like season seven, if you will. Pretty much. That's how it felt. Yeah. So I think that if you're not a fan of the show, <coughs> you could still enjoy it without yeah. having seen the show. But I think just the the wow factor isn't there. I mean, it's, you know, they take advantage of it being on the big screen. There's some gorgeous wide angles and shots and yeah. things like that. It's filmed a bit more cinematically. Uh, but look, strictly for fans, I would have to say uh, four stars from me on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yes, but but did enjoy that actually. Yeah, I, yeah it was lovely. Yeah. It was like you know, um, being reunited with old friends. Yes, yeah, it was a lovely. Oh, so good to yeah. see it all again. Yeah. Just seeing the characters back on screen, just because I missed them all. Yeah, it was it was <laughs> nice to see a lot of plot points as as you would want it. Yeah. To be. And of course, Maggie Smith steals the show. Oh, yeah, she does. <laughs> Absolutely oh, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So, look, that's uh, probably the, the main movie that I think I, I've seen since then. Uh, I've been to a few Melbourne Fringe shows as well. Lovely. Which was great. Yes. Got to see the Drunk Hides at Alex Theatre with our mate Bane Bradshaw. That's yeah. So cool. And uh, Mark Silvestro's 
one-man show of the will to be was playing at the butterfly club yeah it was a gorgeous venue and it was a beautifully intimate space and i was actually one of the first through the door and so Mm. i was sitting you know there's the front row Mm. so the butterfly club for those who aren't aware is a very intimate place very yeah they, they they want as many patrons in that theater as possible. So you've got the front row and then, you know, there's your standard gap between the front row and the actual stage. Yeah. In the downstairs venue, they have um, side seats on the cushions. So mm. I actually went to the front row and sat on the side. Mm. So I was almost sitting on the stage. <laughs> <laughs> so I was right up there and this guy and his, uh, his group of friends were, you know, were, were squashing into the front row. And the guy was that close and he was like, I hope this isn't like one of those participation shows. <laughs> and in the back of my head, I'm like, I don't think it is, but oh gosh, I hope it isn't. <laughs> uh, but since I've met Mark before, he's a wonderful um, and extremely talented young man. Very intuitive, creative. Uh, in his 20s, I am so jealous. You can write so well. <laughs> such a young age. Shame on you. Uh, it was beautiful. That yeah. show, I five star show it was so fantastic and he's going to tour it as well that's awesome and i think rework it so uh, anyone who's interstate definitely check it out if he plays it again in melbourne i will definitely go back and see it It excellent yeah it's the will to be the will to be yeah so yeah that was a lot of fun i feel like there's some other things i want to be telling you all but they're not coming to mind so i'll do what i do best and just cut you off whenever i get a a flash of inspiration that's does that sound okay yes Yes, that's fine That sounds perfectly fine. Yeah. Kendall, what have you been up to, my dear? What have I been up to the past week? Well, I've been working and being lazy and podcasting <laughs> and, you know, I spent a lot of time at home the last week, which has been nice. Mm. Um, but I've also been out and about. Um, went out for drinks after trivia on Tuesday. That was fun. Wednesday night was... Uh, at the Asta with Christina. We, we Hi, went, Christina. Hello, Christina. <laughs> <laughs> we went and saw uh, the final cut of Apocalypse Now. Yes, um, you did. Yes, yes. It's a long movie. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, you saw the deluxe, didn't you? The, well, the, the, it's the brand new. Redux, sorry. It's not the Redux. It's a new cut. Completely new cut. More than the re- Redux? Yeah, it's a different version. Wow. the re- You know what? The Redux was long. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if it's longer. This is, I don't think this is longer <clears throat> because basically before the film started, uh, Coppola had recorded, uh, Francis Ford Coppola, the director, had recorded a, a, a pre-recorded um, introduction, if I can find the bloody word, introduction mm-hmm. is what I'm looking for, uh, where he explained that, um, that he wanted to do a version, a newer version to celebrate the 40th anniversary that was had bits from the Redux and bits from the original theatrical cut. Right. Um, so it was, yeah. So it's somewhere in between the two lengths of those, mm. but it was almost three hours still. Yeah. It sounds like how the Redux one yeah, was. Yeah. See, it's interesting because I had heard, unless I mistook it, that after he took the original print, I think, mm. of the original version mm-hmm. and worked that that uh, to become the Redux one. Right. Because I had gotten the impression that once he had done Redux, there was actually no turning back. He couldn't go back to the original version, if Uh, that makes sense. Yeah, okay, sure. So whether maybe because the Redux has obviously a lot of the original version, it's pretty much the original version with added scenes, really. That's kind of what he said it was. So maybe this version he's cut back some. I think it's like an edited version of of the Redux. Redux was good. Yeah. And I found it quite compelling. There is one scene I'll 
summarize it with just a sentence, Ken, to see if it was still in there. Sure, yeah. But it was the only time when I felt the film actually slowed down. So you're right, it was long. Oh, I hope it's the same scene I'm thinking of. But I didn't feel it whatsoever until this moment in the film. Okay. And that was when um, they're stopping over at the um, plantation, the rubber plantation that's, I think, owned, run by French people. That, yep. When that kicks in, yep. the film slows down so yep. much. And yep. then once they leave, bang, we go back to mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. So if I was editing Apocalypse Now with the oh, Redux, man. I'd just take out that entire yep. plantation scene. Uh-huh. Don't need it. Is that where you felt the yep. length? Yep, 110%. Yeah. I, I was hoping you'd say that. Cause, yeah. Yeah, it's the only bit that I didn't The only... Like. No, and yeah. Christine and I both felt the same. Yeah. We were just like, that didn't need to be there. It didn't add anything to the story. Yeah. You could literally carry on like it didn't happen. Yeah. Um, it was bizarre. So really bizarre. I'm going to imagine it wasn't in the original, I feel. I feel like it's not. Yeah. Yeah, I imagine it's not. And but Francis yeah. Ford Coppola, you kept it out for a reason, my friend. Yes. Why <laughs> yeah. did you put it back in twice? <laughs> Uh, clearly <laughs> yeah. he loves it um, yeah it has obviously some significance to him that must, we're not yeah. seeing but I have to say I, I do I've only seen the film once mind okay. you but oh, I yeah. really enjoyed it look, I, look yeah. it's a good movie mm. uh, it's definitely a classic and I can see why it's a classic mm. and why it's Brando. Brando is just crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's so good. I haven't really... Se- I haven't seen Godfather, so uh, I can't really talk too much about Brando, but... Um, Need to Fred watch that for you, Kendall. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> I know I know the legend he is. Yeah. And, um, but, but, you know, I enjoyed his performance. I enjoyed uh, Martin Sheen and, mm. and Robert Duvall as well. Yeah. And Dennis Hopper was just crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah, so there's a lot of really fine performances and a very young Lawrence Fishman who lied about his age to get on, get on, get on set. As you should. Yes. <laughs> you got anything was, to make it in the business. Yeah, he was adorable in it. But yeah, it's you know, it's good. It was playing at the Astral Week for the 40th anniversary. So if it's, I don't know if it's still showing, but if you're interested, go check it out. Mm. It was really nice. It looked really nice. The cinematography of that film is beautiful. Yeah. Uh, gorgeous colors and shots and just, it's just, and sound, the way they use sound too especially for a war film yeah it's really interesting very very good choices um but yeah so that was a lot of fun and thursday night i also went and saw a fringe show um one of my friends uh comedian isabella valette um did her show called um how far i'll go <laughs> which is the the name of the song from moana yeah it uh, is. yes <laughs> Um, and it's a, a delightful comedy slash musical experience about her life uh, doing children's entertainment um, and children's parties and being a clown and all of that stuff. And it, it's brilliantly done, brilliantly performed. And um, yeah, so I was very happy that got to go see her show. <laughs> very awesome. Um, Fringe is obviously done now, so I was yeah. I would say go see shows, but it's too late. Yeah. Sorry. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, that was awesome. It was really good. So, and that's pretty much just been me after that working, working, yeah. working, working. And now I'm here. Yeah. So I did a quick um, web search, Kendall, actually. So Apocalypse Now, the final cut, which yes. is the one that you saw, uh-huh. is 20 minutes shorter. Than Redux. Than Redux. Okay. So, it, so, yeah. So uh, Coppola took 20 minutes out of the Redux material. Okay. Out of it. Right. Yes. I'm so glad he did. Because, yeah, so boy. Was, yeah, three hours and two minutes. Holy shit. Yeah. Was the <laughs> version I saw? Yeah, that was the version you saw. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I thought it was almost three hours. It actually was three hours. Yes. Yay. <laughs> Fun. But no, no, it's still it's still a good movie. Like, it's not a bad movie. It was just, yeah, it was just long in that French scene. 
Did not need to be there. <laughs> Did not need to be there. All right, cool. So uh, that's my week. That's our weeks. Yeah. Um, I think it's time to then check in with the week that was in the nerdy news. Yeah. This is the news in nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom. The hostess with most S, Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall. So you know how it's been dead in the news the last couple of weeks? Well, we have a plethora, a, 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 a well of just delights. So nerdom uh, made up for the nerdom quietness. Nerdom made up for the, the drought, yes. Mm. yes. There was definitely a flood, <laughs> that's for sure. You're not wrong. Uh, not wrong, no. But thank goodness. Uh, and lots of really cool and interesting news stories to talk about today. Yep. But unfortunately, I must bring Moo down <laughs> and start with some dearly departed uh, talents that have left us this week. Um, starting with a horror movie icon by the name of Sid Haig. Passed away this week at the age of 80. Uh, horror movie fans will definitely know him. He's been in a lot of stuff, um, ranging from small indie movies up to um, working for his dear friend Rob Zombie. Mm. He's pretty much appeared in all of Rob Zombie's films. Uh, when I had a, a squiz at his IMDb, uh, even most recently, Three from Hell, yeah. um, the most recent Rob Zombie film just came out. Um, so it's very sad to hear about losing him this week. Then uh, we also lost uh, iconic producer J. Michael Mendel at the age of 54, um, most notably uh, known for producing The Simpsons mm. for a stack of years, starting in the golden era <clears throat> in the mid-90s uh, through to the, uh, I think, late 2000s. I felt that he worked until... I felt like he worked until season 10, actually. Yeah. Oh, only two, oh, okay. So only yeah. a few years then. Yeah. Okay, sure. All yeah. Right, I thought he was you. from the beginning. I thought he was one to ten. I no, I th- I thought he was like mid nineties, okay. but I I know. Either way, he did work in the golden era. He Simpsons. worked on some of our favorite episodes. Oh, one hundred and ten percent. Yeah, most definitely did. And he was also a producer on um, a very popular show Rick and Morty. Mm. Um, you know, stretching his talents into that area. So mm-hmm. he will definitely be missed. And lastly, um, an actor by the name of Rob Garrison passed away at the tender age of fifty-nine. Yeah. Um, he is most known and pretty much only known for being a part of the wonderful Karate Kid franchise. Absolutely. He is Johnny. It's Johnny. Tommy. Yes. He was Tommy, otherwise known as the dude that says, get him a body bag. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah that, Great. Yes. Great, Camp, campy galore, just wonderful. Um, and he was also in the uh, the reboot of the franchise, if you will, Cobra Kai. Yes, in that series. Yes. So, so he was unwell. Um, yeah, and I feel like that was probably why they had put him in Cobra Kai because his character dies in Cobra Kai, I believe. Oh, they killed his character off too. I feel Aww. like because they sort of knew. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Or well, I don't know whether sad. that was sort of shown on, on oh, this is what I've read. I've not seen the, the series. No, okay. Yet. I haven't seen it. Yeah. Yet, so I can't speak. Um, but yeah, but I'd also read that his famous line, which is one of the most famous lines in pop culture from the eighties. Let's oh, be honest. Huge. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was not recorded at the time, but it was done afterwards. It was an ADR line. It was an ADR about like wow. two weeks later. <laughs> and the director was just like, we need something. Yeah. And I think this was the first thing he came up with 
and the director had said that's going to be a popular line or something yeah. along those lines. I always, you know what, that line does not work without his wicked giggle at the oh, end. Oh, no way. Yeah. yeah. Just someone who just <laughs> is so joyous. <coughs> mm-hmm. Like Tommy's just so joyous at the thought of destroying Daniel LaRusso. Yeah. And thinks it's hilarious that Johnny is going to break him after sweeping the leg. It's just... Yeah. I could yeah. talk forever. I know. Um, but Karate yeah. Kid's iconic. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but Rob Garrison, you just are important to our childhood. Most definitely. And you gave us one of the greatest lines from any film in the 80s. And deliveries. And yes. delivery. Yeah. That cheeky laugh. Yes. Yes. <clears throat> we love it. Yeah. We love it. Thank you so much. And thank you to all three of you yes. wonderful people for blessing us with your talents. You'll definitely be missed. Okay. Um, moving on to the rest of the news now, and luckily we have some very exciting news that is definitely going to liven the mood up. Yes, I'm feeling lucky. Yes. <laughs> yes, Wayne, yes. you should be. I'm lucky. Because Spider-Man's back, people! Woo! Okay, I am happy I love Spider-Man. Yeah! <laughs> Good, who doesn't love Spider-Man? Yeah. Oh my goodness, everybody can now relax, rejoice, calm down, be... I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just over the moon. This made my weekend. I don't care. <laughs> um, Sony and Marvel, even after, you know, many, many reports saying that the deal was done, that it wasn't mm. going to happen, it's out, it's over, it's what, it's kaputs. Um, on Thursday in the States, they came to a deal, an agreement um, over the, the, the rights and how much money and all of this. They nutted it down to uh, Marvel Studios will now take 25% cut of the gross box office um as well as retaining the uh, merchandising rights and they will f- um you know put up a bit of the the budget for the film otherwise sony will be paying for the majority of it and marvel and kevin feige will still produce mm. and make another film um so they've also announced the release date of said film which will be the 16th of july in 2021 that's very specific yes <laughs> it wasn't even 2021 they've locked it in already um they've got it ready to go so we're only have we don't even have, have to wait two years it's less than two years now until the next spider-man movie that will pick up where far from home left off oh my goodness i'm so relieved because my god that twist at the end was uh-huh. freaking i'm not gonna go into it because it's a huge spoiler even though most people have probably seen it already that's okay um but yes yeah, super super exciting stuff <laughs> oh my god okay all right, deep breaths. Okay, <laughs> Spider-Man related adjacent news. Um, Sony is developing a Madam Web movie, uh, another Spider-Man spin-off to go along with Venom and Morbius the Living Vampire. So I'd never heard of Madam Web before, so I did a little bit of research to see who exactly she is. Um <clears throat> So she, well, the most famous version of her character debuted in the 90s animated Spider-Man series. Um, so that show featured several arcs involving um, the character of Madame or Madame or Madame. I'm not sure exactly the pronunciation there, but that's okay. Um, Cassandra Webb is her alter ego. Uh, meddling in Peter Parker's affairs, including warping him across the multiverse to fight both the Secret Wars and the Spider Wars. Um... So there's lots of potential there. Um, so she seems to be a bit of a villain, 
So, I mean, Venom was traditionally a, vil- a villain, mm. uh, and Morbius, I think, is kind of an anti-hero, so they're going in an interesting direction with this Spider-Verse in the live action. There's also rumours around that um, Tom Holland's Spider-Man will be in Venom 2 now. Mm. I've, he- I've heard conflicting things about this, so yeah. um, I imagine they'll announce something. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably something that they were working on if they hadn't... Disney and <coughs> Sony, excuse me, had not been able to come to a deal, but now they have, so who knows what will happen. Mm. Who knows? Um, but yes, Madam Web coming soon. Um, something that's not coming soon, however, that is also Marvel, uh, is the uh, Ghost Rider series that was announced a little while back. Um, that was going to be starring Gabriel Luna, who played the character in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And if you remember, listeners, I was not happy about this because they said that they weren't going to connect his story arc or anything that he did on S.H.I.E.L.D. in this new show. It was going to be a fresh start. Um, but just the same actor playing this character and it was going to be their version. And uh, something tells me that this is why the series hasn't gone ahead because they cited creative differences. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that old chestnut uh, as to why it's not going ahead. So I don't know. I feel like that's the reason to blame, but that's just me. So that's not happening anymore, unfortunately. Okay, stuff that is potentially happening across the pond in DC. Uh, some Batman casting news for the upcoming Matt Reeves, Robert Pattinson starring film that we're all very excited for. Uh, Jeffrey Wright and Jonah Hill are in talks to join the cast. Jeffrey Wright looks like he might be playing Commissioner Gordon, mm. which I wholeheartedly support. He's a fantastic actor and would fit the role perfectly. And Jonah Hill is in talks to, I've seen, play either the Penguin or the Riddler. Mm. Um, either one. I think Penguin probably would be really good for him, but either one would be fine. I think he would do a really good job. Um, moving into the TV side of things for DC, uh, a rumor online this week appeared, uh, Linda Carter, who has been playing, uh, the president of the United States in Supergirl. Mm. Um, she may be suiting up once more as Wonder Woman for Crisis on Infinite Earths. (laughs) More casting news, oh my God. (laughs) Um, But it's unconfirmed. It's just a rumor at this stage. But one thing that is confirmed is that the wonderful Osric Chow from Supernatural will be appearing in the crossover in yes. an undisclosed role. Yes, so, so um, just a little thing on that. He was here for us Comic-Con last weekend in Brisbane. Yes. Found out that he got this role and had to cancel his appearance in Sydney this past weekend. Yes. And so because of that, he made a little video for all his fans to say, I'm sorry I had to leave and I couldn't make it. But I will be back. Yes. Nice. But we're happy that he's got work. Yeah. And that he's moving forward um, in, you know, because he's been trying. He's, he's one one of many representatives of the Asian culture yeah. in, in, in American, mm. um, you know, film and television. Of so course. we're very proud of him. And yeah. we're looking forward to seeing Good. him. Good fans. Because yes. I hate those kinds of fans who get <laughs> pissy when actors have to cancel for coming to convention. Yes. Like, come on. No. It's not the end of the world. Exactly. They, no. they got they got to get their cash Yeah, exactly. Well. They're just like us. They need the work. They need the work. Yeah. Exactly right. Um, so that's going to be wonderful <coughs> to see coming up. Also coming up in the Arrowverse, uh, it was announced this week that a Canaries spin-off show is mm. coming. And this is going to be starring, uh, well, the if I can remember the names, Catherine McNamara. Um, 
Juliana Hakavi and uh, Katie Cassidy um, are going to be all playing their uh, roles from the Arrow series. And yep. for those that have been watching Arrow fully, I believe you yes. are up to date. These episodes of this show is going to be set in the future because ah. Catherine McNamara's character is Oliver and Felicity's daughter. That's true. Yes. Yes. So she's going to be, uh, you know, in this new show. So that with the two of them, so that with Dinah and Laurel, mm. meaning it's going to be in the future. So yeah. it's going to be flash forward yeah, kind of yeah, TV yeah. show, which is interesting and kind of will help it maybe stand on its own apart from the other shows. Mm. So further ahead to what's been. So basically, what they've been te- what they've been teasing, right, right, okay. um, and they've said that the end of Arrow is going to be a backdoor pilot, okay, for oh. this series. So okay. it's going to end it's going to end Oliver's story and set up the story for these ladies. All right, cool. Mm. So that's so what what exciting. what the Wayward Sisters sisters couldn't do in Supernatural yes. is happening in Arrow. Yes, correct. All right, good luck. Good yeah. luck. <laughs> good luck. Let's see what happens. Let's hope these ladies can get off the ground. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. Moving into other non-comic book related news now. This was the other big item of the week. Uh, my lord and savior, Kevin Feige, <laughs> is going to be making a Star Wars movie. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> uh, he's joining forces with... Uh, get it? Joining forces. Um, I was with, laughing with, on the inside. Great, thank you. <laughs> thank you. I think I'm funny. Shut up. Oh, I, think, <laughs> I think you're hilarious. I may look like I'm sitting down beside you, but I'm really on the floor. My oh. sides are splitting. Oh, thanks. Keeping it on the inside. Good. Keep going. Thank you. <laughs> Very well composed there. Um, yes, Kevin Feige is teaming up with uh, Kathleen Kennedy at Lucasfilm to produce a Star Wars film down the track. They have not announced which film... He's attached to if it's one of the, the ones two. that are kind of well. <laughs> I mean, if anyone can improve Solo, it would be Kevin Feige. Um, yeah, but so yeah, no no official statements on you know yeah exactly what story he'll be bringing to life uh, or, or any of this, but we'll find out in the coming months. So I'm sure that uh, Mr. Feige uh, listens to our podcast. Oh, I hope he does. And I'm Kevin. sure uh, he um, loves my valued feedback. I'm sure he doesn't about go his, on about his franchise. Yes, he should so, read your Fred Watch reviews that aren't, un, you know, unbiased. Someone okay. is <laughs> hacking into my Fred Watch reviews and making them sound really good. I don't like it. Oh, <laughs> I don't know about that. I, I read, I read your Dark World review. <laughs> I, I, I think that's wrong. Yeah, <laughs> it's incredibly accurate. Yes, so, I, I read that review too. <laughs> hey, look, look, I have. We're not going to side note into that. I'll no. talk to you about it off air. But anyway. <laughs> well, you fight me on this. I'll talk to you on air. <laughs> no, but anyway. No, no, no. Uh, no. But Mr. Feige, since you're listening and you're making a Star Wars movie, there's only one Star Wars movie that you need to be making. Well, maybe maybe one of two. I think we all want to see C-3PO and R2-D2 in the epic love story of the ages. <laughs> They've been teasing it for, what, 40 years? 40 plus years. Alternatively... Give me the movie that I absolutely want to see, and that is The Rise of Jabba the Hutt. I want that movie. You know, part of me kind of wants that, because I want to know how the fuck a giant slug becomes a, a, a lord of Tatooine sort of thing. Like a gangster. Yeah. I how does that happen? I want it. <laughs> <laughs> I want that movie yeah. so badly. Yeah. And Feige, I trust you. Okay. You heard it here first, Kevin, mm-hmm. Mr. Feige. Yes. Oh, Lord. Um, yes. Yes. So, I mean, you can make it happen. Go on, mate. Yeah. 
He, well, you know, he made a talking raccoon and tree uh, fantastic, so <laughs> yes. who knows. Well, you know, that tree was perfectly cast because you got Vin Diesel, who's such a wooden actor anyway. <laughs> it was <laughs> a stretch whatsoever. <laughs> so absolutely perfectly cast. <laughs> okay with that <laughs> but the fact that he like said he used that movie to get over the death of Paul Walker and you're saying that and I'm just like oh no it doesn't improve his acting talent oh no acting is used loosely by the way oh. yes yeah yeah. Okay, fair enough. I feel sorry for Vin Diesel and that huge paycheck he got to say you know three words yeah oh boy yes, thank you Mr. Feige make Jumbo Hut the movie yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he definitely will now. Yes. Okay. Great. But yes. Look, you keep his movies in business and I keep him humble. We're a perfect balancing uh, act. All right. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Um, okay. So moving into other news. Um, dinosaur fans get excited. Some Jurassic World 3 news nearly mm. broke the internet this week because they have announced the return of the original Three from the first Jurassic Park movie, and that is Sam Neill, Laura Dern, and Jeff Goldblum. They're all returning to reprise their roles, and I hope it's more than glorified cameo because yes. the last movie was a pile of of Triceratops dung, um, <laughs> and Jeff Goldblum was in it for only like a minute, and it was basically his footage from the trailer. And <laughs> it made me very upset. Yeah. Uh, we want so leading roles. We want Jurassic we want Park, original Jurassic Park quality yes. roles. We yes. want these brilliant dynamics on screen. Yes. We want these interactions. 100%. We want Jeff Goldblum's awkward conversations with <laughs> Laura Dern when he's describing chaos theory in yeah. one of my favorite scenes. It's so good. <laughs> it is Did so I go too fast. <laughs> Oh, it's so good. <laughs> it's so... <laughs> Jeff Goldblum in that movie, man. Just... Goldblum in any movie. Goldblum, well, yes. <laughs> really. In anything. But that, fuck. See, literally, the, I love that movie for two things. It's the, the, the wonder of the dinosaurs yes. and the genius of that those special effects. Yeah. Um, from Stan Winston and Phil Tippett, just hats off to them. But fucking... <laughs> Goldblum, Neil, and Dern. Yes. Those scenes, in where the three of them are in, in the same scenes together, it's just fire. Magic, I love yeah. It. I, I agree. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So this is hopefully going to have some potential for a wonderful sequel, mm. but we shall see in a couple of years when that one comes out. Yes. Can't wait. Can't wait. All right. Here's a remake. There's a couple of remakes we're going to be talking about next in the news. First one is uh, the Clue remake that was previously announced has now potentially found a director in Jason Bateman. Hello. The actor, yes. A talented actor. Very talented actor. Uh, he um, has been known mm. to do some directing in the past and he just won an Emmy for directing an episode of Ozark, the series he also stars in. Oh, nice. Um, so this is uh, good for him. He may be directing and possibly starring in the Clue remake alongside Ryan Reynolds. Oh, my goodness. So it's going to be fun. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm for it. I'm definitely for it. Yeah. <laughs> I think it'll be really good. Um, okay. And another remake slash reboot. This is really interesting and hopefully exciting for someone listening to this podcast <laughs> sitting, sitting across from me. 
as well. Uh, there is going to be a Walker Texas Ranger reboot, uh, and it's going to be called Walker, and it is going to star none other than Jared Padalecki from Supernatural. Mm. And Friday the 13th. And Friday the 13th remake. Yes. So he's good at remakes. Um, <laughs> yes. Well, let's see. We mm. Let's hope. So he's going to be in the title role. Um, his first gig out of Supernatural. Yeah, good on him. Um, yeah. Awesome. It's yeah. good. I'm excited. I think he he's going to fit the role quite well. I'm curious about... Now, I'm not a huge fan of Walker at Texas Ranger, but I've seen you know bits and pieces an episode here and there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very much you know the, the traditional right-wing values that it sprouts. So I'm curious as to see how that's, this will go. I think that's going to change. You think? I think. I think. Um, I think... He's, more neutral? I feel like it's going to be more neutral, very very much more contemporary. Mm. Like, it'll probably still be set in Texas. Mm. I mean, it'll have to yeah, be. Yeah, you would think so, yeah. Uh, but I feel like it's it's going to be different, a lot different from the Chuck Norris yeah. series, I think. Um, yeah. I, if they straight up remade it... What's it, the point? It's not going to translate. No, especially uh, this day and age. No, no. And way. I'm not saying that, uh, you know, the Chuck Norris one was like, offensive or anything. No, no. But no. it's clear sort of conservatism... Viewpoint oh, yeah. was there, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. It was just its viewpoint. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Wholesome, um, wholesome. Yes, yes. Whilst, yes. You know, kicking people around. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, something to look forward to, nonetheless. Um, okay, uh, and then we also have speaking of Emmys. Just before the Emmys did in fact take place earlier in the week, mm-hmm. um, there were some wonderful. Wonderful awards that were won by some wonderful actors uh, and some upsets. Game of Thrones, however, did take out the going for best drama series, as most expected it would, being its final season. The Academy decided to uh, kind of send it out nicely with Mm. a little thank you for participating trophy because (laughs) their last season was terrible and shouldn't have won that award. But that's just me. Um, and most of the world. So, yes. Um, Peter Dinklage won for Best Supporting Actor from Game of Thrones. Amazing. Um, very deservedly so. He was the best thing in that show, pers- like my personal opinion. Uh, performance-wise, just oh, amazing. Um, all, a lot of the other cast actually got nominated, but none of, none of them won. They were all defeated by other actors. Um, and two I want to mention. Lead actor uh, went to Billy Porter from the FX series Pose and I need to watch this show Uh, and I love Billy Porter he's fantastic he's a wonderful man Uh, and lead actress for a drama series went to uh, my new favourite actress Jodie Comer from the excellent show Killing Eve that I highly recommend people watch I just binged season one and two in less than a week and it's oh my god it's so good. Um, her and Sandra O, oh, cat and mouse. I love Sandra O. Oh. oh, Sandra O oh can do no wrong. Mm. She's a god. Yeah. Like really. Um, but no. So Jodie Comer won her very first, very first nomination, very first win. Nice. And she upset everybody. So um, it was wonderful. Uh, cool. Lots of good stuff as well. Yeah. Chernobyl won for limited series and uh, another show I need to check out. Fleabag. It's a comedy show. Yeah. Uh, Written and created and starring Phoebe uh, Waller-Bridge is her name, and she won 
uh, for writing and for, for uh, comedic actress as well. So, mm. uh, and she also helped create Killing Eve too. So oh, she, wow. She's a very talented lady. That's insane. Yes. I've heard things about Fleabag. Yeah, yes. Me too. I, I yeah. Uh, can't source it. It doesn't seem to be available. It's on Amazon Prime. Yes, which yeah. I'm not signing up to. No, I, I'm in an hour about it myself. There's a lot of good content on yeah. there. But. I, like the original content shows are good, like Fleabag and Good yeah. Omens and The Boys and all of that stuff. But then apparently the rest of their content is not as good as just like, the stuff that they've got. Just the regulars, yeah. It's not as good as like Stan or. It's Netflix, Amazon, so. shouldn't they have rights to everything? You would think, <laughs> but I don't know. Apparently, it doesn't work like that. Okay, uh, but yes. All right, wait for the DVD on that. Wait one. for the DVD. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and lastly, in the nerdy news this week, had to mention this important piece of gaming news for our gaming listeners. Not that there are many of you out there. If you're listening, hello. Um, the Last of Us Part Two finally has a release date. This is the long-awaited sequel to the insanely popular and successful game from Naughty Dog Productions, the same people that made Crash Bandicoot, for Christ's sake, mm-hmm. uh, which just blows my mind. But Last of Us Part Two will be released next year in February on the 21st. Nice. So it's only a handful of months away now. Yeah, you go, Phil. Hey, you go, Phil. Get excited, yes. Wasn't that Ash that wanted to hear this news? Well, Ash as well. He was very excited about these. Yes, he was. Yes. <laughs> yes. A lot of people I know are very, very excited about I'm it. I'm not a gamer, so I have no idea what this thing is. Uh, I'm a gamer and I don't know what this game is. Okay, I don't feel so bad. Kendall, do you know? I'm not a gamer and I know what it is because yes. I work at JP. And you sell it, don't you? And yes, we sell it. Yes. So this game is insanely huge. It's um, like, it's a zombie game. Oh, okay. That's why I don't um, know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's a zombie game. It's a post-apocalyptic, obviously. Uh, where... You can see why Ash loves it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, and it's it's one of those games where they've got they've used motion capture for the acting. So they've used two actors to play these two leads named Joel and Ellie. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you can actually there's behind the scenes footage of them all suited up acting oh, wow. out acting out all the cutscenes. That's cool. pretty good. So they've got all these actors doing that, um, and they did it again for number two. Um, but yeah, the story is about like Joel and Ellie, like Ellie's this little girl. She's like a, like 12 or 13. She's really young. And Joel is kind of, it's kind of like a Logan situation right? with, you know, like with, you know, your Hugh Jackman, older character yeah. and your, you know, um, X-23 little, you know, character. Mm. Uh, yeah. So similar in that sense. And they're navigating the, the world post-apocalypse style mm. with the zombies who, uh, spread like this, there's a virus called, like, have you heard of cordyceps, the cordyceps virus? Ooh. It's kind of like a fungus sort of thing that mm. kind of like infects, it gets in insects mostly. It's, okay. it's like a real virus, but it doesn't turn you into a zombie, but it's a real virus. And it like, sprouts out spores like these giant like spore things that like wow yeah it sounds so pleasant yeah (laughs) yeah and it in the game they use that in the game and that's how these zombies like they they like just that's how they infect people and it like mutates them and so they don't even look like you straight up normal zombies these zombies in these games are freaky as hell sounds revolting are you excited (laughs) fully up so that's basically kind of the premise but there's and apparently the 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 story is what the is what is the reason these games are successful. So uh, good quality story. The story is phenomenal, and apparently in the opening cut scene, which is like five or ten minutes long, you're already crying. Wow. Yeah. Sounds good. So I need to. I've been meaning to play this game. Like I don't. I don't game, but I'm like I. I feel like I need to crying play. Crying in sadness or yeah, crying sadness. because you're scared. 
Sadness. Sadness. Something sad. Something sad. (laughs) (laughs) Something sad happens. But yeah, it's um yeah, it's an absolutely phenomenal game. Apparently, and it it, review wise, ten out of ten across the board. Wow. From most most reviewers, critically, yeah. A perfect game. Nice. So, so number two has been highly anticipated. So that's why the internet kind of went crazy this week and yeah. Ash as well with uh, the the announcement of the release date. Yes, so that's cool. February 21, 2020. So our mate Ash will be there. Yes. Can Good I man. add a little bit, please? Uh, in, in speaking of gaming, I've <laughs> I have recently bought. I knew you were going to bring this up. <laughs> I recently bought the Untitled Goose Game. Okay, so I need to ask because again, I'm not a gamer. <laughs> But I'm hearing these things. What is the big deal about this fucking goose? I know, right? I don't get it. I don't like get what, it. Like, what does the goose do? It basically acts out all the arsehole shit you would like to do in real life, but don't. In goose form. But in goose form. Like. It's a lot of fun being the troublemaker in this game. Yeah, but what sort of stuff can you do? do is it like i'm just trying to look, think of something that i would fully love to explain look, okay explain. look I've, I've already started playing it a little bit and i've gotten about maybe an hour's worth of gameplay into this yeah and it's not exactly you know the most extreme type of trouble so it doesn't it's let like, you bitch slap a troublesome customer no 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 okay. no, no. <laughs> sorry are, it's no good for us kendall but <laughs> no good for us but it does act out you know certain little mini scenarios you know, in a human's, like, you know, say in a human's backyard or at a, at a store, you yeah. know, you just, you're, you're breaking stuff, you're, you know, causing trouble, you're stealing things, you're okay. making, you're scaring people. And that's the, it's just like little things that just overall make it hilariously fun. But it sounds like me in everyday life. <laughs> <laughs> then you'll love it. <laughs> but I'm living it. <laughs> And I have to say, and the um, the people that have created it, these guys are from Melbourne. Yeah, yeah. And All it's, right, and let's it's, support local content. And it's then. and it's yes. um, I think it's support it's supported by Film Victoria and by the Victorian government. Oh. And oh my goodness, like it's look, it's very simplistic in the way that they've um, created the um, the the animation of the game. I've seen graphics. Yeah, yeah. It's it's very simple and very minimalistic. But it sounds like harmless fun, yeah. It is. Yeah. It is, and it's just it's such a joy to be able to do stuff like because the game gives you a ta- a list of tasks to complete, mm-hmm. and you have to go through them. You don't have to complete all of them, but you've got to complete most of them in order to go and find another area that will give you another list of tasks to complete. Right. But they're all just little tasks where you have to cause havoc. And it's just fun. All right, I was going to say, it does sound like a lot of fun. <laughs> not as fun as I'm sure a Friday the 13th game would be. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not judging you, Fulia. But honestly, from what I've already played, every time I complete a task, it makes me giggle. And I'm just, I'm loving it so far. Nothing wrong with that. You have a beautiful giggle and you should giggle more, my dear. (laughs) Yes, you should. And sometimes I'll read the list of things that I have to do and something will pop up that I've seen. I'll be like, how the hell am I going to do that? And Mm. then you do it and you're like, oh, wow, that was fun. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I'm glad you're enjoying it. Yes, I wanted to mention that. Uh, It's on the Nintendo Switch. Yes. So check it out if you want to play as a goose. Yes. <laughs> Hashtag not sponsored. <laughs> but would love to be. Yes. <laughs> but would love to be. I feel like we should get that on a shirt. 
hashtag not, not sponsored, sponsored on the front and, then and then that would love to be on the back. That's Copyright. Good, that's a good idea. <laughs> Isn't that a good idea? That's oh, red bubble. Here we go. Hey. Red the Alien Productions copyright Done. right there. Sorted. <laughs> All right. That is the nerdy news, people. Yay. That was a big chunk of the news. It was an epic. Oh, it was epic. Uh, anything you guys want to touch on before we move on? I think we're good. Think mm-hmm. we're good? I think, yeah. I'm just really happy about Spider-Man. Yeah. Oh, is that happening still? Great. Yes, yep. it is. Shut yep. up. <laughs> shut up, shut up. Uh, thank you, Mr. Feige. Yes, yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. Um, yeah. No, lots of exciting things. But yes, let's move on to the trailer park. Woo! Yeah. Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. Yeah. Welcome to the trailer park, people. We have trailers to talk about. We have three. Which one do we want to talk about first? Let's go in order. Let's go in order? Yeah. All right, let's do it. Fulia. Yes. What's the first trailer? Our first trailer is Frozen 2 by Disney. Yes, it's not Pixar. Yes. Frozen is Frozen is Disney. Yes. Um, And it's not the horror movie Frozen. That's why I specified Disney. Oh, that's why. <laughs> oh, you know of the horror film Frozen? I have heard of it, yes. Kendall, have you seen it? I haven't seen it. It takes the template yes. from Jaws, believe it or not. Ooh. Yeah. All right, so moving Three on to... Three people stuck on the ski lift, but it takes its template from Jaws. Yes, yes. I. Okay. Yeah. All right, moving Sounds on great. to the, the Disney film Frozen You should see Frozen this scene too. where they're like... I'm good. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, Frozen 2. This was the first, this is the first like full trailer that really explains the plot of the film. Yes, Fulia, being yes. our resident Disney fan, please mm-hmm. tell us your thoughts. Okay, so um, the teaser trailer and the first official trailer didn't really give us much about the story. No, um, it was very um, convoluted. It was very, it wasn't well, not convoluted. It was just. Just not, it wasn't there. They like, didn't really go into specifics. It no. was all very teasy. Yeah, very much. Yes. Um, this trailer, however, gives you the whole story pretty much in the trailer. And I'm not happy that they've done that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, for first time for as a Disney fan, um, I'm now thinking to myself, why would they just mm-hmm. tell you the story completely in I don't the I'd trailer. Have, I'd have to like there are I, I've already I've pretty much already figured out what's pretty much happening in this story and I'm I'm a little I'm a little upset that they've given us that much in it. So uh, um, I I'm not as excited as I was. <laughs> that's disappointing. Yeah. I'm still gonna watch it though. Oh of course you are. Um but you know I'm just not as excited. Huh. Yeah. No I I'd, I Look, I don't. I think they did put a lot in it, but I don't think it, this is one of those trailers that gave away the entire thing. I feel like there's something we don't know. Maybe I feel like there's still something we don't fully know. But I can see why you would yeah. why you would definitely think that because like now we know, you know, a lot of the bulk of the movie. Pretty much. Um, I on one hand I am kind of glad to know one thing, which is why the fuck, uh, what the fuck's wrong with Elsa now? Because like the whole. <laughs> The first, the first movie was about the fact that she had magic, and it was apparently she was cursed. Now apparently she's just got magic, and it's a good thing. I think I killed Wayne. Yeah. I think that should be the tagline of the movie. What the fuck is wrong with you, woman? Because like, listen, 
person. I was just like, look, the first the first movie was all about what was wrong with her and trying to fix her and get to her before she destroyed everybody. And 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 now it's like something's wrong with her again. She's fucked up again. What's yeah. going on? So I, I was kind of glad for this trailer explaining that a bit more and going, okay, this is why it's. She, it's just it just is who she is yeah that's and someone's calling to her like yeah. I'm guessing wherever her magic comes from these people are calling to her and that's why they yeah. they've, they've left Arendelle to go and find out yeah. what's going I've on. also realized one of the uh, the scene where you see this circle of rocks mm. reminds me of brave. Because that has the same circle of rocks yeah. it really does well they I mean are it's all supposed it's, to be connected these movies so supposedly. Mm. We'll see. We'll see. I'll, I'll fully disagree with you. Yeah. Oh, hello. Because this is this is really weird. Because Brave is set like ye olde times Scotland. This is like what in the future? I have no idea where this is set. <laughs> in Scandinavia, apparently, probably. So maybe they're just not good at geography. <laughs> well, they're not that far apart from each other. Well, they so. don't they don't have the Game of Thrones writers working for them. So. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, at least I didn't think so. Yes. Um, Wayne, what did you think of this trailer? Um, look, taking it on a superficial level, I, it does say a lot, but I don't feel like it spoiled really anything okay. for me. I don't want m- more details, though. No, I no, don't. Yeah. No, I don't. Um, I don't even want another trailer yeah. between. No. Now and then. no. Un- unsurprisingly, it is aesthetically beautiful. It looks. Oh yeah. Really oh yeah. Nice. The animation looks, is definitely phenomenal. looks wonderful. There is something lovely about seeing it. Yeah. Else and Anna again, um, and Olaf. As well. Olaf, oh my goodness. Oh, he is, he is so cute. He is the cutest. He's got a gorgeous little scene at the end of that yes, trailer. Yes, we all love. I would, I would have to say, though, that if, for example, um, I didn't like the first Frozen so much, because I'm, I'm actually a big fan mm. of the original Frozen. Yeah, yeah, same. And I am one of those people who is more than happy to hear Let It Go at yeah. nauseum. I think it's gorgeous. And uh, yeah, it hasn't been played to death. I mean, I think it's just so stunning. Putting all that aside, had I not, had I, if I did not think as highly as I do of the first Frozen, this particular trailer for this particular movie does not excite me. Mm. It only oh. excites me because it is a sequel to, to such one. a good film. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Other, other than if this, if mm. I was coming in cold and this was my first experience to Frozen, I'd be like. Oh yeah, I might check that out. Mm. But it would, it, you know, I'm excited more for it because of what it yeah. is in relation to the first film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's fair. It's another look into the world. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and I'm happy to revisit these characters again. They're really good characters. Yeah, I just, that. as I said, I'm actually a big fan of the, the first Frozen. I thought, I think it's a no, lovely. It's, yeah. it's good. It's I a lovely movie. I don't like it as much as everybody else does. Yeah, I don't go. I, n- I don't go nuts for it. Yeah. But I think it's a lovely movie. But it is a good yeah. movie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's for sure. What about you, Kendall? What about me? Well, yeah, I, I don't really know what else I can add apart from what I've said but uh, I mean yeah it looks I think it'll be a good movie I think it'll be a good follow up I don't know if it'll be as good as the first one yeah. it's very hard in these situations when you're trying to you know get that lightning in a bottle yeah. again like repeating what yeah. happened the success that once was like because the first like we've been saying it was it was insane absolutely it was the biggest probably the biggest Disney film since Lion King Mm. really or Toy Story 1 yeah you know like just mental Mm. um you know and good for business Mm. um I'm very glad that they didn't um put too many Olaf jokes 
in yeah, the I think trailer. They're, they're saving the comedy yeah, for the Yeah, I like the fact that they've good. just only gave us one, and that's good. I'm very happy with yeah. that. I'm very happy with that, And it was a good one too. to deliver to It was yes. lovely. Yeah. yeah. It was lovely, but yeah. Uh, I, I may go and see this one, because I did see the original Frozen in the cinema. Mm, uh, same. But, um, but yeah, hope, I hope people enjoy it, at least. Yeah. It would be good. I hope I'm wrong in the way, in, in, in my thoughts about the trailer. I hope I, you are I'm, too, because I, yeah. I don't want you to be disappointed. No, I don't, because I, I really love... I really liked Frozen, the first Frozen, and I'm really like I've been looking forward to the second one when I heard about it. So yeah. now I just hope that you know what I've mentioned in my feedback is completely wrong and it's actually great. Yeah. Well, one thing I will say too before we move on, uh, I was just thinking I'm glad there isn't actually a like a, it doesn't seem to be a villain in this story. It's just they're trying to figure out what's going on with Elsa. It's more of an time. environmental sort of evil. Almost. Well, I, you think so? Or maybe, or maybe it's well, a... I, w- I wonder if it is still... Because it feels like it's taking an established formula that has been very su- successful, so the first Frozen film. Because, mm. as you've said, Kendall, like, what's wrong with Elsa? That's the same sort of yeah, premise, yeah. I suppose. But I, I think maybe it is more about this sort of, like, external force yeah. than, than an established villain. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I think, like, the first film, it is going to be this self-discovery this mm. journey within. Yeah. So I think they're sticking very closely with the proven formula. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's good though, too, that um, this will be a good chance to see more of Elsa and Anna as sisters. Yes. Because the first film, you know, they only kind of really bonded right at the end. Yes. Which was, um, you know, the, the lovely, I hate to call it this, but twist. Yeah. But it was for a Disney film. It, it was. was a lovely and it, twist. It was yeah. really yeah. it was really well done. Yeah. Yes. All right. Fulia. Yes. When is Frozen 2 coming out? So Frozen 2 will be out on the 28th of November. Yes. Not long. Two Not months long. away. Yeah. Two months to go. Well, don't let it go. Uh, not yet. <laughs> uh, the past sorry. is in the past. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I had to. Okay. I'm glad uh, you did. Thanks. You're welcome. Thanks so much. <laughs> What's our next trailer, Wayne? <laughs> <laughs> We've got a Breaking Bad movie. We do! Yeah. El Camino. El Camino. Oh, yes. <gasps> so this one is, I think, absolutely for fans of Breaking Bad. Yes. Uh, so at our table, hands up if you're a fan of Breaking Bad. Two have raised their hands, one has not. Yes. <laughs> Do you want to guess, folks? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, I am a fan of Breaking Bad, mm-hmm. and I uh, also enjoy the prequel, uh, Better Call Saul. Yes, I still need to yes. watch that. Yeah, I, I've got an, a season waiting for me that I haven't started, and I just should. It's just other Time. things. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but Better Call Saul is is a great. It's a great series. Yeah. yeah. You'll really enjoy it. Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, it's been a long time, though, since I saw the final episode of Breaking well, Bad. Breaking Bad ended, like, six years ago. Yeah. And a long time ago. I was having a chat with my brother-in-law yesterday because he's a huge Breaking Bad fan. And, yeah, we were, you know, talking about it. He actually had to remind me, not how it ended, because that ending is brilliant and we all know it. It was. But I think the circumstances of Jesse. Because I was like, no, but he... Good away and lived happily ever after. And he's like, well. <laughs> uh, so this trailer in itself, I think, doesn't really say much. Not at all. But I love what it does say. Mm-hmm. It, I'm in familiar territory here. I'm with my favorite character from the series. Jesse oh, was my favorite. really? Oh, bless. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to this. Yeah. I sense, though, that 
Kendall, you're looking forward to that a lot more than I am. Like, I, we're both fans, but I feel like you're no, quite ecstatic about this. No, it, yeah, it just had me really, really excited. Yeah. Like, to go back to this world of these characters and, yeah. and, and the these circumstances. Like, I never thought we'd ever get to see what happened beyond yes. the finale. Yeah. Because it was such an epic finale that that whole last season was just nonstop. Yes. Like, it was, oh my God, it was just yeah. amazing. Yeah. Well written, acted, all of it. Like, and to put into context, uh, Fulia, in terms of how. You know, with shows, how they finish a kind of hit and miss. And like, you know, Kendall, you've been saying about Game of Thrones, how, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. not really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's some of the, there's some seasons that go, oh, it would have been great if it finished a year earlier or yeah. something like that. I've never heard anyone who has watched and enjoyed Breaking Bad say a single negative thing uh-huh. about the way the show ended. It no. was so appropriate. Beautiful it was ending. so fitting and yeah. it was so well done. Yeah. So this... Almost is like a movie that we really don't need. We don't. Because no. we don't want to spoil yeah. <laughs> something. But I feel like we are in very safe hands here. I think so. Yeah. It's being written and directed by Vince Gilligan. Yes. Who was the creator yeah. of the original series. Uh, so it's definitely right in safe hands. And I'm just really excited to see uh, Aaron Paul back, yeah. in, back in his element. You know, as Jesse. Yeah, it's gonna absolutely. Be, it's going to be great. Um, Fulia, I want to yes. ask you. Yes. Now, as as someone who hasn't seen Breaking Bad mm-hmm. and watching this trailer, mm-hmm. and as Wayne said, this trailer doesn't tell you anything, really. Nope. I feel like only Breaking Bad fans are going to get and appreciate this trailer. Hmm. What is your take on this? You're right, because I got nothing out of that. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I have no idea what's going on in yeah. this trailer. Yeah. I have no idea who the character is that pops up that apparently people will be excited about. Yeah. And, you know, let, I mean, the face was familiar once he shaved his beard and had a bath. But It's a beautiful face. Uh, like, cause I, I know, gorgeous. Because I, yeah. I know the face because I've seen, like, trailers and bits yeah. and pieces of Breaking Bad. But, um... <laughs> Other than that, I have no clue what's going on. Yeah. And I think this is the thing. It's it's not a trailer that does tell you a lot, yeah. but it gives you that anticipation. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's definitely designed for fans of the show. Definitely. Yeah. It really is because yeah. the fact that I haven't seen the show myself, just watching that, I was just blank face because I yeah. didn't know what to, I yeah, didn't I'm know what to su- think. I'm not surprised. <laughs> I wonder if it'll be in the same spirit to say Downton Abbey, for example, mm. in that if you've never seen an episode... You can appreciate it just, oh, yeah, as is. Like, it, it makes sense, you know. But if you're a fan, it's everything. <laughs> it yeah. is, you know, the it's it's the postscript you want. Yeah. Well, except... you two will have to let me know <laughs> once you've seen well, it. Well, yeah. Because I was going to say, except for Downton Abbey, uh, the trailer actually explained everything. What was going on? Yes, yeah. Whereas this explains nothing. No, no. absolutely. It's no. Just all some you know pretty cool shots. is some. Yes, it's just these really well shot scenes and this. You know, this guy's wanted, and something bad's happened, yep. and that's it. You don't yep. really know anything. I don't think we're going to get another trailer though. So that's the thing because it's coming out really soon. Yeah. I was wondering. I'm like, will we get maybe one last little trailer right, like the week before? Do maybe? we need it even? Well, fully I might. Well, this is the thing. I, I don't feel, though, that if... I feel like that if you're not a fan of Breaking Bad, there's nothing... Oh, you're not going to watch this. ...that the trailer will do yeah. that will draw you no, to right. it. So why not have this no, epic I would be. Do it? I would be happy for them to leave it here. Yeah, no so more, would I. No more so trailers. I, I want to go in... Oh I, I want to watch it now. <laughs> <laughs> I want to wait. But I'd, when will you have to wait, my dear? Well, well, the waiting will end on the 11th of October. So Less than two weeks. Less than two weeks, yeah. It's not this... this 
Friday, but the Friday after. You can do it, Kendall. Hold out. I will hold out. I'm sure I'll find a way. Mm. I'm sure yes. I'll find a way, but it's going to be great. Oh, so good. I think Kendall. so. Yes. What's our final trailer? What's our final trailer? This is a curious film mm-hmm. by the name of Uncut Gems. Yeah. Adam Sandler. Right. Serious. Yeah. Straight up. This Dram- yeah. is the first time I've seen Adam Sandler in a dramatic role. Yeah. That we, and it looks really intense. Yeah, it looks it looks really intense, interesting. Uh, yeah. He's done dramatic before, and I've not really seen him do much. I, I really love his comedy, like his early days at least, mm. comedy. Um, yeah, but this story, I don't know if it's it might be based on a true story, I feel. It kind of has that vibe, I don't know. I agree. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I don't know if I'm, I'm going to watch this movie, though. I really like this trailer. Yeah? I think they packed a lot in. They did, yes. It was very stuffed. It almost gave me underbelly vibes. Very much. Like gangster movie vibes. Mm. So I I am for this. Yeah? I'm for this. I like the cast. It's got a good cast. I like the cast of this. I like it when comedians take on serious roles. It's nice to see them do something different, mm. especially if they do it well. Yeah. And I tend to always be quite optimistic about comedians in serious roles. And serious roles in so far that you're not just trying to be like, you know, sentimental and rah-rah, but like gritty roles with a good director. I'm not sure who the director is of this, but somebody who can direct really well. So it's the Safdie brothers. That's right, yes. Yeah. So... I think this will be an opportunity for Adam Sandler to, to show a different side to his audience. Yeah. And it, I, it, it excites me, you know. Um, yeah. Uh, it's, you know, it takes me back to, to Jerry Lewis doing a, a Scorsese picture called The King of Comedy with Robert De Niro. Ah, which has been talked about a lot at the moment because yes. of uh, its influence on the Joker movie. There is a scene that yeah. is quite similar. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Jerry, Jerry Lewis plays like this... Um, you know, this huge star and Robert De Niro is like this m- mega fan and stuff like that who wants to be like him and Jerry Lewis's character kind of like shuns him. Mm. Kind of like... Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> Bobby De Niro it does not play nice. <laughs> but you're right. There are, that's in the Joker trailer, for example. There's yeah. a, when I saw this interaction, mm-hmm. I've gone... Ooh, I see what you did there, Scorsese. Yeah, see you. That's clever. Calling back to one of your un- most underrated movies. Yes. Um... So, so yeah, but that's what I mean. It's like when you've got somebody, you know, a, a good director or someone with a good vision and they can make magic work with comedians because comedy is such a difficult discipline. Yeah. I feel like if you can do comedy well, then with the right director, you can do drama really well. Oh, yeah. So I'm really interested in this film. I don't, I don't okay. want to know more. No. I, 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 I'm really keen on this one. I, yeah. I'm curious to hear what people think of it. Yeah. Um, before I maybe could venture out yeah. and see it. Um, Funny bit of trivia. Um, at one point, the movie was um, attached, uh, or had sorry, had Jonah Hill attached okay. to the role. So they always wanted somebody funny. I think so. Yeah, okay. I think so. And uh, one of the cast, I don't know if you recognise during the trailer, but Idina Menzel is yes. in this movie. Who Speaking is, of Frozen. Who, yeah, <laughs> the voice of Elsa. Oh, okay. Yes. Wow. Yes. She's so gorgeous. She Yes. She's a very talented lady. Yes. For those of you who can't pronounce her name, ask John Travolta. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely do. And then ignore what he says. Yes. Um, Fulia, what did you think of this trailer? Um, yeah, like I said, it looks very intense. Um, probably not a movie I would really watch, to be honest. 
Um, it, it's not my not my cup of tea. No, I didn't think it would be something no, you would like. No, no. I mean, I like the fact that Adam Sandler's taking on a dramatic role, and it's definitely really different for him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just not my genre to be honest. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's fair. Mm. But no, I don't know. I just hope, I hope it's good. Yeah. Hope it's good. I think so too. Like for me, it looks good. It, you're right. It looks very intense, but yeah. I, I'm, I'm excited for this one. Yeah. 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 The soundtrack doesn't sound too bad with the weekend sort of in the background. Yeah. Well, the weekend's going to be in the movie. Oh really? He's playing himself in the movie. And there was a quick shot of him in the, in the trailer. If you I missed, missed it. that. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I love his voice. I, yeah, because I, I, I heard his music in the background. I'm like, oh, okay, this is going to be sounding really good. So, yes. must be a really good soundtrack. It, it looks, um, it's definitely music that would work well with a movie like that. Mm. So, yeah, yeah, it's shot in an interesting style. It almost yeah. looks documentary in some bits. It's a little it was a bit, bit. shaky. And yeah, a very urban look. I, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, a, there's a lot that appeals to people. Very, this trailer, I'm not yeah. going to lie. There's a lot that appeals. Very raw. Yeah, I have to of. say this look. Um, even though I'm, I probably, even though I know I'm not going to go watch it, uh, the trailer, the, just from seeing from the trailer, the cinematography does look very interesting. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No, it does for sure. All right. Uh, when is this one coming out? Christmas Day, folks. Christmas Day. <laughs> it's such a cheerful movie. Wow. Christmas Day. Right. Yes. Have fun with that world. Get maybe maybe enjoy it in the new year. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. 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 Maybe save it. Yeah. Yes. yes. Or have it as an an end of year movie. Yes. Yeah. New Year's Eve flick. Yeah. yeah. If you will. Mm-hmm. Um. All right then. Well, that's that's the uh, trailer park. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um. Thank you for experiencing that with us. And that means it's now time for a certain segment that. We like to call popcorn culture. <laughs> popcorn culture. <laughs> popcorn culture. Yeah. Yes. Popcorn culture. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's popcorn culture time, people. Yes. Speaking of popcorn, I bought a lot of popcorn at the show today. <laughs> <laughs> Different flavors too. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. I love popcorn. Popcorn oh. is my jam. It's yes. Well, not literally my jam, but it's my popcorn. <laughs> Popcorn's my popcorn. <laughs> are you okay? You I'm are, tired. <laughs> you are wonderful. That is wonderful. I love that so much. <laughs> Wayne. Yes. What? <laughs> what? What question did we ask everybody last week? We asked our <laughs> friends, lovers, and frenemies, what film remake would upset you? What would irritate you? Yes. What would annoy you? Mm-hmm. Which one would make you angry? If they announced it, if Kendall broke the news that they were remaking this movie, what would make you grab the closest pot plant and smash it onto the floor in an intense scene of dramatic tension that would have the neighbours looking through their netted curtains, peering through the window to say, what's going on there? That was the question, wasn't it? That was. Yeah. <laughs> well done. Thank you all. Why are you not an actor? <laughs> I is a writer. <laughs> well, that's I, why. <laughs> I know words. I know the best words. <laughs> you got the best words, okay? Yeah, I just got the best words. <laughs> uh, all right. Gut reactions. Yes. Who wants to go first? Well, yeah. Sure. Um, I had to think really hard about this one because it's 
there's a lot of movies out there that mm. I would claim to not want remakes for. Mm. Um, but the two that just popped into my head, uh, one of them was Robin Hood Many Tights. Oh my gosh. Speaking of the wonderful Carly <laughs> uh, I can't even. Carrie Elwes. I'm Carrie Elwes. Carrie Elwes. Uh, especially since the news last week that we broke was the fact that, you know, apparently the room is going around that the Princess Bride is going to be remade. Yes, for um, some stupid reason. Yeah, so mm-hmm. um, in that same vein, Robin Hood Men in Tights does not need a remake. No. It's fun. It's great. It's the best. I love it. He is the only American that can put on a great British accent. <laughs> yes. Hang on. <laughs> Can we just pause this for Wait, a second? Hang on. I'm quoting the movie here. I'm not saying that it's true. <laughs> or that he's the only one. Dwayne, <laughs> use your words that you are so good at. I'm now lost for words. <laughs> wow. I t- uh, c- continue. <laughs> I just want to put this my, my reaction into context. I've seen Robin Hood Men in Tights once, mm-hmm. and it is one of the worst films I have oh, ever. Oh, come on! Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's so funny. I did see the film about 20 years ago. My uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, probably more. Actually, I was in high school when I saw it. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> not good. No. <laughs> well, I was the perfect age to watch such a juvenile yeah. trash. But, oh. uh, yeah. So, <laughs> Fulia, I'm sorry to shit on your film. Go for it. It's a fun film. <laughs> I love it. It is a lot of fun. You're it not is. wrong. It uh, is. hilarious. I, I grew up watching it. I watched it with my parents and we all laughed together. Um, but I was the only one who understood the references because my parents are not of English speaking yeah. descent. <laughs> Which is why they allowed you to watch it. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> they just found the, the physical humor mm. hilarious. Um... The other, the other movie or movies, I should say, that I really love and I don't want remade is Ace Ventura, mm. especially the second one when Nature Calls. When Nature Calls is so good, is amazing. That's the, I agree. I think it's better. It is. Yeah. I think that's the universal uh, agreement. Yeah. yeah. Everyone thinks number two is better, and it's the most quotable as well. It is. Bumblebee tuna. Bumblebee tuna. <laughs> Excuse me. Your balls are showing. Bumblebee tuna. Oh, it's. <laughs> It's the Monopoly guy. Thanks for the free parking. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yes. Don't, uh, don't touch it. I agree. Yes. Yeah. Ace Ventura, when nature calls, needs to remain as is. I do not want that remade. Um, I, it's just, it's a classic comedy. Like, you cannot mm. fault it. It is so good. Yeah. I absolutely love it. They're my two choices. Mm. Good choices. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Very good choices. Wayne. Yes. Okay, look, let's start with the top. This movie has had a number of sequels, a number of knockoffs, but don't you dare remake it. It is Jaws. <laughs> <laughs> don't you dare give yeah. me a, a no. remake from the Peter Benchley novel. Don't go back to the source material. No. I don't want it. No. It cannot be done. <laughs> I do not want a remake of The Goonies. No! I do not want a remake of The NeverEnding Story. No! Do not want a remake of Ferris Bueller's Day Off. No! God, no! 
There's a lot of films I do not want remakes of. <laughs> yes. It's amazing choices. Don't you touch Scarface now. No. <laughs> don't you dare do it. I don't want a remake of E.T. No. I don't want a remake of pretty much any movie made in the 80s or 90s. No. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> leave them alone. Absolutely leave these classics alone. And I can understand why so many people were upset about the Princess Bride remake. Yes. Now, this is not a movie that I hold very close to my heart. I've seen it. I enjoy it and I respect its fan bases. Yes. Because it is such a great film. It is a good film. It is a yeah, It's a movie. really good movie. It's very um, good. Do not make The Breakfast Club. No, don't touch John don't Hughes. Don't touch at all. any of John Hughes' movies whatsoever. No. You all rip them off anyway, so just keep doing that. Yeah, but yeah. But I don't want I don't want remakes. Yes. That's me delivering my feedback in a very subtle manner. <laughs> I'm very impressed. Thank yeah. You. You've restrained yourself. I really have. You really I have. I really have. Yeah. Yes. And um, I don't want you make, remaking Grease 2 either. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Somehow I don't think it's going to happen, but I just want to put it out there. Yes. No. Yes. Good. Fair. Fair, fair, fair. Um, yes. Me. Well, yeah. I will have to m- mention The Goonies and, uh, and uh, Ferris Bueller mm. because those two are just like... Yeah. Gold. Gold films. They're perfect. Yeah. Just the way they are. They really don't need to be touched ever again. They're just so good. Um, but for me, um, the ones that I really don't want to see done because I think they've been done perfectly already. The, the big one that comes to mind is the Peter Jackson Lord of the Rings trilogy. I don't think that story can be told any better by anyone else mm-hmm. ever again. That's it. Yeah. That's top of the list for me because they're so good. Yeah. Um, and I know we're getting a series, but it's not going to be based on that stuff. So it's, it's fine. Um, but yeah, don't, I think, yeah, you can't really, yeah. there's nothing else you can add. He, he did, he did such a good job. Uh, same goes for, I think a lot of the Harry Potter films. I think a lot of yes. them, I think they might get remade down the track. Um, because I mean, you know, there's so many different things you can include and not include in those movies that yeah. someone could definitely reimagine mm. those stories. Yeah, true. Um, but I, I think it's they're fine as they are, yeah. despite my gripes with Goblet of Fire in terms of what it left out. But it's still a good movie. Uh, but I just think they're they don't really need to be they don't really need to be touched. They've, yeah, they've, no, I agree. Especially casting wise as well. Oh yeah, like, yeah. absolutely. Per, Harry Potter film. The one thing you cannot deny is the cast. Yeah, the absolutely. Golden cast, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Star Wars, I don't think should be touched mm-hmm. at all. Um, and keep, look, keep making your spin-offs. I but... was going to say it's probably ones that won't be. Yeah. Because the franchise is still going. Yeah. yeah. It is kind of still going. And um, even though they're about to end the Skywalker saga, but, uh, you know, spin-offs and spin-offs are going to keep going. They're going to keep going into that world and, mm. and that universe, which is perfectly fine. But yeah, don't ever touch, especially the original three. Yeah. A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi. They are wonderful. Absolutely. Mm. Icons of cinema. Don't ever touch them. Um, <clears throat> and just to wrap up, I would be remiss if I didn't mention my beloved MCU. <laughs> um, although, I mean, who, they're definitely going to remake these films in like 50 years. There's no way they're not remaking them. It's Disney. Mm. Like, I feel like they will. But for now, I don't think, I don't want them to be. because, no. Especially because they're really the first franchise that's ever kind of done this, mm. told this story over 
so, this many films. Yeah. Like it's huge. It's insane. It's never yeah. been never been done before. It is um, a massive narrative. Absolutely massive narrative. Yeah. And I, 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 they've done an incredible job. You know, the quality of the films throughout the franchise is mostly consistent. There's a couple of bumps here and there. Most certainly are. Um, most certainly are. I will be the first to admit it. I'll be the second. Yes. Um, <laughs> you're welcome, Wayne. But, but, <laughs> but no, don't. I don't think. That's another going off the Harry Potter comment about yeah. casting. This is another one that I don't it's think true. I don't think you could yeah. cast the if you wanted to recast either Harry Potter or Marvel these actors, they don't exist yet. Yeah, no, I was going to say don't that. Know who they are. I, you know what? I think with the MCU specifically, just because of how expansive that franchise is, yeah, you need a whole new generation. Oh yeah. Mm. Of, of actors. Yeah. yeah. And then some. Exactly. Let's be honest. And I think that's the only reason why the the Star Wars franchise has managed this this like the Skywalker saga, for example, has managed to continue the way it has because it's been told over forty years. Yeah. yeah. Like over like two two almost three separate generations mm. now. So uh, and that's that's how that works. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But no, those are my answers. Don't touch my franchises, people. <laughs> yeah. That's how I feel. Great responses, Kendall. Thank you. Great from everybody. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. And now I think it's time to hear from some great responses mm. from our wonderful listeners. Thank you so much for your answers. Fulia. Yes. Who's top? So our first response comes from Stephen Gaston. Stephen Gaston from hey. Twitter. Hey, Steve. Hey, Steve. And he agrees with the original Star Wars trilogy. Oh, good. Uh, and also Back to the Future. Yep. Mm-hmm. Viva Vendetta. Yep. And Robocop. Okay. I do not Although, feel any movie should be remade unless there is a general conses- consensus in pop culture that it was done poorly in the first place. Some movies, like my choices here, were done so well and so perfectly in the time they were made that modern attempts can only really be detractors in message, quality, and overall the feelings they inspire. Trying to remake Robocop in our time would completely undermine what made it so perfect in the first place. So how does Steven feel then about the Robocop remake? That's literally what I was going to say. Yeah. I'm like, does, does he, has he just, was that remake so bad that he's just completely ignoring it? Yeah. <laughs> um, has anyone seen original no. Robocop and remake? I haven't seen either, so I cannot confirm. Yeah, so no. I've seen the original Robocop. It is a phenomenal movie. Is it? Yes. Oh, cool. Um, so from the director of Showgirls People. Yes. <laughs> and uh, Mr. Basic Instinct. Yeah. Yes. yes, it's a great. It is a wonderful. F- so it's in the, made in the eighties, mm. and look, it's there's some really uh, disturbing scenes in it. I know one, of one disturbing scene. Yeah, yeah. Which one do you think? Well, the one where the like the the, the cops are all like kind of. Yeah, tormenting, Tor- tormenting him, him and, and then, torturing him, and, and then the, when they kill him, yeah, ki- well, kind of kill him, kind of kill him, yeah, kind kill him. Kill him basically. Yes. That is an extraordinarily. This is how um, this police officer becomes Robocop for you, yeah. right? Yeah. And it is an extraordinarily disturbing scene. It is. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a dark world that we live in, but um, the the film uses this to almost parody where we're going. So, for example, you'll see a lot of um, cuts to TV. Mm-hmm. And some of them are like uh, one that I, I haven't seen this film in a while, but one is a commercial for a children's board game revolving around nuclear war. Wow. So it's a very political message <laughs> movie. Mm. Yeah, it is really, really good. The special effects, obviously, you know, are obvious, mm. but the movie is so strong you do not care. 
The remake, I was not offended by. Okay. It, Michael Keaton plays the villain in this movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I, And the special effects were quite fantastic and a bit confronting, especially when this man is kind of blown to pieces and put together uh, as Robocop. Yeah. Um, you know, they've upgraded what he looks like and he looks good. Mm-hmm. Uh, did it need to be made? Absolutely not. Was it a train wreck? No, it wasn't. Okay. Yeah. But I would agree with Stephen that we don't need more Robocop movies. Like, it's got a few sequels. There was a TV series before yeah. this remake. It's a franchise, yeah? Yeah, it is, yeah. Um, and the fact that we don't have a Robocop 2 for the remake probably reflects how people felt about the remake. Yeah. yeah. I'm okay. okay with it, but mm. we don't need another one. Yeah. No. The original was fantastic. Yeah. yeah. But obviously, Steven's wiped that out from his memory. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely has. Yeah. Um, I feel the same about uh, Back to the Future. Yeah, same. Yeah. As well. Definitely. That's one of my cheer up trilogies. Oh. Yeah. You know when you're kind of like bedridden because you're sick with tonsillitis or something? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Back to the Future trilogy. Karate Kid trilogy. Nice. Yes. We don't talk about part four. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, part four? What? Yes. <laughs> what is this part four I don't you know speak what that of? Is. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, not a horrendous movie, but we don't. We, we just it. don't talk about we it. We don't talk about it. No. Yeah. They're, they're the ones that like cheer me up so much. That's yeah. good. Yes. Yeah, so I yeah. agree with Back to the Future, actually. Excellent. And Beef Vendetta was a good movie, too. Yeah, it's a very good movie. I don't really feel that they could remake that one. Yeah. Yeah, no, it does not need one. Admittedly, out of all the titles that Steven has suggested, I feel like Viva Vendetta probably is the most likely to be remade, or unfortunately probably feels the most relevant still I, to be remade. It definitely does, you're right, and they probably could do a contemporary retelling yeah. of it. Um, but, I, yeah, I don't really want it. No, um, but why? No. Um... I, I, they pr- look. I honestly think they will remake Back to the Future at one point. They'll re- yeah. they'll reboot it. I think it's one that's waiting to happen. Yeah, especially with technology, they could do so much more. Oh, yeah, with it. Yeah. yeah, they definitely will remake that one day. I mean, it'll probably be in a world where Christopher Lloyd and Michael J. Fox are no longer with us. Yeah, which will be a very sad day, in a very sad world. But uh, but yes, I I think down the track we'll probably see one. Day yeah, it wouldn't that. surprise me. I don't want it. No. No, thank you. Thank you, though, Stephen. Yeah, great Yay. response to Stephen. Good picks. Next up, we have the wonderful Philip Hunting. Hey, Philip. Hey, Philip. And he says, uh, the original Dr. Doolittle from 67 was awesome. The Eddie Murphy version sucked. <laughs> um, um, okay. I enjoyed the Eddie Murphy one. I haven't Same. actually seen the original. Same. <laughs> so I, I can't. So we're kind of biased on that. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, I can't, cannot say. Was it Rex Harrison? No. no. I was felt it, it was. Original? So Philip and I chatted about Dr. Doolittle original recently. Oh, cool. Hot tip what's coming up in Fred Watch in the future. Yeah, <laughs> good. Yeah, so I myself, I think I've seen bits and pieces of the original 60s Dr. Doolittle. Mm-hmm. And um, I can't say, it's not like I have bad feelings about it. I just don't have any you know, strong connection to it. Yeah. Um, it's an extraordinarily long movie. Oh, as really? As they were back in the day. Oh, well, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. So, you know, it's uh, over over two, hour, uh, over two hours. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yes, it is over two hours. Like two and a half hours. Holy shit. And sorry, yes, it was Rex Harrison. Hey. Was, yes. And um, yeah, so I'm going to be watching that soon. Yes. <laughs> uh, 
I enjoyed the Eddie Murphy no, film. I, I, enjoyed I liked the, it. I enjoyed the sequel too. The sequel was okay. Yeah, I definitely good. prefer the first one. I but I I really I really enjoyed it. Like I thought yeah, Eddie definitely. did a really good job. He's very good at kind of reacting in those yeah. strange kind of situations and mm-hmm. and all of that stuff. It's very enjoyable to watch. I and I thought he was really good fit for the character. Definitely. I don't know. I, I, I yeah. I don't know. I liked it. I would like to have a conversation with Phil about it, or maybe I'll just wait to hear for the Fred watch that's, yeah. that's apparently coming. Because <laughs> I'm sure he will mention it. We'll yeah. talk about it. Yeah. Well, one of the things as well, like with Doctor Doolittle and Eddie Murphy, one, you've got about like 30 years between them. Yeah, you do. Right. Yeah. So different generations as well. Mm. Yeah. So I'm sure that people like you know our age and, and Phil's age. You know, probably grew up for those who had exposure. You know, the parents loved it, so it would show the kids. Yeah, you yeah. Know, like we all, our parents showed us films does, that they loved. Yes, and I'm sure this was one for Philip. Uh, it wasn't one for any of us. No, but you still feel like, well, if you're going to remake something like this, they've at least done it differently. They didn't make it a musical like the original. Yeah, years. yeah. You know, they've made it probably more emphasized on humor. So I mean, I guess they at least did something different. It was like what they did with Hairspray. Yeah, you know, right. it was when they've done something different with the remake. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's but fine. yes, maybe watch this space about Dr. Doolittle for me. <laughs> More on that. Yes. More on that coming soon. Yes. Thank you, Philip. Thanks, Phil. Thanks, Philip. Our next response comes from our friend Ashley Hall. Ash, hello. Okay. So Ash and I have uh, a film that we love in common. And this is his response. Brian De Palma's Scarface. I know it was technically a remake of a gangster movie from the 1930s, but if you watch said movie from the 1930s, uh, you'll notice it doesn't hold any similarities at all other than being a gangster movie called Scarface. This is true. I know there's been talks throughout the years of a remake, but they've all fallen to pieces. I believe this is because Scarface is a damn masterpiece. The story is gripping right from the start. And much like Avengers Endgame, by the time the credits start rolling, you haven't even noticed it's been three hours. Oh, I didn't know Scarface was that long. Uh, he's exaggerating, but it is a very long movie. Okay. Yeah. There is nothing wrong with that movie. I've been searching for 15 years and still can't find one. Scarface is a perfect movie and does not require an update of any kind, and it will break my heart to see anybody attempt to remake it. It won't do anything for me other than Sully the Original. Um, I've not seen Scarface. Nope. I, I really do need to watch it. Um, and but yeah, there has been talks in the last twelve months or so of a remake coming. Yes, uh, or a sequel or something. Happening. There has been a discussion about a sequel. Yeah, like Son of Scarface is kind of the title that uh, that, 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 that that got thrown around. Yeah, uh, which I would actually be more up for a sequel to be honest. Yeah, than a, a remake. It's mm-hmm. true, a remake. Is not is not necessary. This one was such. It's got still such a strong cult following. Yeah, yeah. I can imagine. Yeah, it is. It's long. It is one of those real, really epic movies. I think you need to be invested in it from the get go. You need to go into it going, "I'm gonna watch." I'm down. Yeah, yeah. you 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 really need to. Don't mm-hmm. definitely go into it half assed It will bore you to tears. I think personally, okay, sure. you need to just be really open to it. Okay. Al Pacino plays said Scarface, Tony Montana, and he's absolutely captivating. Yeah. So we see his rise from a Cuban immigrant. That's how the film starts with him being interrogated, just having arrived on American soil. Yeah. From you know, and then his rise up the ranks to the kingpin of the Miami drug scene. Yeah. And yeah, it's it's a pretty amazing story. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, say hello to my little friend. Say hello to my little friend. Another iconic <laughs> line from Absol- cinema. Yes, and Scarface has got a lot of them. 
It's yeah. a lot of a lot of famous lines. Probably famous amongst fans. Okay, <laughs> that yeah. it gets quoted uh, quoted a lot. Uh, but it's a beautifully performed movie as well. It's, it goes a bit over the top towards the end. <laughs> um, yes, it has a beautiful leading lady in it by the name of Michelle Pfeiffer. I was waiting for <laughs> her. Yes, lovely. Yes. So in the script of Scarface, uh, it, the way it's written about when he first sees her character, Elvira, is that he notices her from the back. So we see her back first because she's coming in a glass elevator. Coming okay. down. Yeah. And she's described as the most beautiful woman he has ever seen. Ooh. And it is so true. Yeah. <laughs> it is. She's very beautiful. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Their, uh, their rapport is just absolutely amazing. Yeah. yeah. And it's an interesting film because um, it's it's a very male and testosterone-dominated movie. Yeah. So Michelle Pfeiffer and Mary Elizabeth Master Antonio are like the, you know, Two main ladies, ladies in it. The rest are all men. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Al Pacino's uh, his character. He has a mother who's in there briefly, and she's fucking amazing. Uh, <laughs> but it's a, such a ma- uh, an aggressive, angry movie, and I could talk about it forever. I guess. <laughs> yes, that's awesome. Yeah. Don't remake Scarface, people. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't yeah. do it. Stay away. Thanks, Thanks, Ash. Thanks, Ash. Good call, Ash. Our next response comes from Christina Rogos. Hey, Christina. Hi, Christina. <laughs> and she shouts in capital, all of them, please stop making remakes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really tried to think of a specific film, but I'm still sticking to my original answer of all of them. Work colleague Lucy said for her it would be Breakfast at Tiffany's because you cannot replace Audrey Hepburn, and I totally agree, and so do I. So yes, do I. so do I. <laughs> yeah, don't ever remake that movie. No way. No, I mean, I'm, such a good movie. I've only seen it the one time, but I really loved it. I've watched it the one time, but I've also read the book as well. Yes, I've read the book. Oh, the, yeah. the Capote book. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Be- beautifully written. Yeah. yeah. It's really good. Oh, nice. Yeah. You know, the movie deviates a, a little bit. But, yeah. You know, yeah. It has to. It's Hollywood. Yes. Uh, Audrey Hepburn is iconic in it. Of course. Uh, has anyone, you know, who's visited New York not gone past and eaten a bagel in front of Tiffany? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I think I saw it from memory, but I didn't eat a bagel in front of it. <laughs> next time. Next time. Next time I go. <laughs> yeah. Next time. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. She's Good just, pick. She's per- and you're right, it's because of Audrey, she's perfection. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah she's wonderful. Like, mm. she is Holly Golightly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, I really need to rewatch that film. Interestingly, yeah. that it was sort of written with Marilyn Monroe in mind. Really? Yes. No, I can imagine. And because uh, Capote and Monroe were friends yeah and I think even when he had written it he was thinking of her or if, if anything wrote it really for her wow. to be you know ad- ad- adapted and he did not approve of Audrey Hepburn at all apparently really well the two give very different vibes don't they well they yeah. do yeah they do they're, they're both wonderful women but mm. yeah you're not wrong yeah. that would have been so interesting yeah yeah, yeah okay but yeah don't no remakes no more remakes don't do it <laughs> no remakes very good Answer from Lucy via Christina. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Next up, we have the lovely Bethany Griffiths. Hey, Beth. Hey, Beth. And she says, the Lost Boys in brackets. I am so damn angry, mostly because I won't be in it. You never know, Beth. Never say never. Never say never. Get yourself over to wherever they're currently filming, I think. So it is a thing? It's a series. Oh, right. They're making a series. I'm pretty sure it's a CW show. 
ah. from, from memory. Right. Uh, yes. So, yes, go go look that up if you want. Use the Google at your mercy. Uh, yes. Yeah, Lost Boys doesn't need a remake either, I don't think. And yeah. it had a, it had one or two sequels, I think it did. I think so. Yeah. There was definitely a sequel in there. Yeah. You know what? Did you have a TV series remake, though? It doesn't offend me about this one. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it was so much fun, but it was very much of its era. Definitely of its era. So I feel like, mm. yeah, you should see what they do with the sequel. Does, does it need to happen? No. No. But since they're doing it, yeah, it could well, open it up. Well, I mean, I, I'm really... If I'm excited for anything about it, it's because I want to, I'm like wanting to know more about the, their world of the vampire lore and mythology and that side of and it. And we want more of the Frog Brothers. And we want more. Well, we always want more Frog Brothers. <laughs> I'm amazing. I know, I know. But oh man, if they could get Corey Feldman to cameo. Yeah, how if, great would that be? Oh, how great! Yeah. Like if he if he runs the comic book sh- yeah. sh- shop. Yeah, he met the guy who played his brother. Huh? Him and the guy who played his brother. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah, both guy. of them. Yeah. Actually, yeah. No idea who that dude is. I can't remember his name either. No. But no, that would be really, really cool if you could get both of them yeah. to do that. Um, yeah, but no, we don't. But if it was, if they were doing a straight up film remake, I'd say no. Yeah, there's no point. No, mm. no, no point. It doesn't really, isn't really necessary. But as a series, I can understand um, uh, the different kind of way they could take that. Yeah. And, and it might yeah. actually work, but guess we'll find out. Yeah. And look, Bethany, with the series, you've got more chance of being in it. That's true. If it runs for a few seasons, yeah. you never know. <laughs> you never know. Thank you, Bethany. Yeah, the other Bethany in our life, Bethany Hunting. Ah, hey. so, there's talk of a Princess Bride remake. No, thank you. Yes. <laughs> yes, again. Yeah, yes. we touched upon this. We agree with you, Bethany. We all yeah. do. We talked about it last week. We're talking about it again. It's, yep, definitely, definitely. It does not need to happen. No, 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 no. no. Thank you. Thank you. Our next response comes from Romney Tate. Hey, Romney. And he says, the fifth element, because even Luke can't make them like that anymore. Yeah. The last movie supposed to be... What? The last movie was supposed to be similar. Uh, The last movie supposed to be similar. Supposed to be similar was Valerian. And it wasn't super green. It had nothing. <clears throat> so from the two hours of Space Getty Western, <laughs> I need it to pop, pop, pop. And the fifth element definitely pops. Oh, yeah. It really does. It definitely does. A lot of bright color. Yeah. <coughs> yes. Oh, yes. Um, yeah, what Romney's getting at is, so Luke Besson, the director, um, the last movie he made was uh, called Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. Ah, okay. uh, and it was very Fifth Element-esque. At least that's what came, kind of came across in the trailers and the marketing and everything. Okay. Um, but it uh, apparently was shit. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds uh, like it. But yeah. the reviews were not good, critic, both critically and from the public at large. And I have yet to check it out. Although the visual effects looked really cool, but... Mm. I uh, have not seen it. So that's kind of what he's getting at with that one there. But um, yeah, I don't think The Fifth Element needs to be remade either. Because no. nah. it's it's really awesome. <laughs> it's yeah. such a great sci-fi. Yeah, honestly. it's such a great sci-fi. So, and yeah. you never, you know, you know who else is going to play Ruby Rod? That's Chris, <laughs> not Chris Tucker. Like, yeah. Come on. Don't be stupid. Yeah. <laughs> don't be stupid. Come in! <laughs> Come in, Dennis! Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yes, you're welcome. Chicken. <laughs> Chicken. 
Great. Shannon Craven said, <laughs> yeah. You missed me one. Ahead. I've jumped ahead. You're jumping ahead. We're going to rewind. And to you. And to me first with my dear friend, Jodes Hocking. Hey, Jodes. Um, she says, I would hate Fast and the Furious 1 oh, to be gosh. remade. You cannot go past the original and the actors. It would be a dis. Oh, my gosh. It would be a dis. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Sorry, go on. It would be a dis... She's never going to comment again. Oh. It, would, it would be a disservice to Paul Walker and his memory, here, here, as it was made with Paul in mind. And then you have Vin Diesel, Jordana mm. Brewster, and Michelle Rodriguez. And then the cars involved, the Nissan Skylines, Toyota Supra's Honda Civics of that time. Yeah, um, I think it probably definitely kind of exists in its own bubble, that first film. Like... I mean, the franchise has lived long past it and has evolved into a different beast. Yeah, we're up to like part 27 now. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. Um, yes, but yeah, number one, I don't think they sh- they could really do too much different with that. I don't think it really needs to be remade. This franchise is just going to keep expanding and expanding mm-hmm. yeah. for my money. So, yeah. <laughs> Wayne, any uh, thoughts? Nothing, nothing to add on that, Wayne. I feel like I'm going to get shot down if I talk about this movie. <laughs> yes. Well, we all know how you feel about Vin Diesel now. Mm. So maybe we'll just leave it at that. Shannon Craven said <laughs> that the Back to the Future trilogy does not need to be remade. Here, here. Yes. Jurassic Park. Yes. Absolutely. The Princess Bride. Woo. Shawshank Redemption. Woo. Die Hard and Woo. Goodfellas. I haven't seen Goodfellas. Outstanding gangster movie. Kendall, yes. you will love it. Oh, yeah. it's another Scorsese one. Yes. Yeah. And it is fucking testing yes joe pesci hello my friend yeah oh okay well i've seen the scene of him losing his getting shit. a bit aggro yes yeah, that's a good scene amazing yeah uh i agree on absolutely all of those in addition shannon says anything with jim carrey bill murray robin williams leslie nielsen or mel brooks <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah i'm gonna have to agree with you on all of those accounts yeah very good pick shannon um yeah dress park definitely does not need to be touched another perfect film shawshank i don't think I mean, it's regarded as one of the greatest films ever made, so you can't. I, yeah. I don't think you could touch that. And there'd be no point. There'd be no. literally no point. Like, what else could you bring to the table? Mm. Um, die Hard. Yeah. Like, Die Hard is great. Yeah, it's a classic. Make all the sequels you want, but don't touch the first one. No, exactly. Don't yeah. touch it. Um, and yeah, Jim, anything with those actors, like Jim Carrey, Bill Murray, Robin Williams, like Leslie Nielsen, Mel Brooks, like icons of comedy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, like, the majority of their films are just... Just staples exactly. of cinema. Like, do we need a remake of The Naked Gun? No. The, tri- no. the trilogy was fun. Yeah, it was fun. That's all we need. That Leslie, first one, my It's gosh. great. Oh, my <laughs> yeah, gosh. It's so much that fun. That first Naked Gun. <laughs> oh, awesome. hello. Leslie like, was a talent. You know, we don't need a remake of The Mask. No. No. Don't need a remake of The no Mask. Way. No. Don't need a Mrs. Doubtfire remake. No. I really sincerely hope they never touch I don't that. even want a remake of Meatballs. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want it. Deep cuts of Bill Murray. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Yeah. Do not want it. I would say I would want a Ghostbusters remake, but that's kind of already happened, sort of, not really. I yeah. want none of it. I just, you know what? With Ghostbusters, I just want the original to exist and nothing else. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like number two. Mm. Number two is good. Yeah. The problem is it <laughs> follows part one, which is outstanding. Yeah, that's, that's the true. Problem. It had a high, high bar. To you hit. just, you, it, it was never going to no, hit it, and it no. didn't really for me. Mm-hmm. No, so that's, that's why fair. I'm just like part one. I'm happy with. Yeah, that's yeah. okay. If, if I, I could happily live in a world with just part one. Oh yeah, Christmas. absolutely. I still 
watch it. No, I'm going to make you watch it. They're on my list. You're They're gonna, on my list. You're going to watch it. <laughs> you're going to watch it. Fantastic. Thanks, pick. Shannon. Thanks to everybody else. Thank you, everyone. Such wonderful answers. Oh, such a great question. Such a yeah. great yes. load of responses. Yes. Thank you so much, everybody. Thank you. All right. Next week's question. We're going to stick to the things that we don't need in life. <laughs> what film didn't we need a sequel of? Yes. I can, answer, I can yes. answer that right now. Oh, no. Grease 2. <laughs> You're right. We don't need a part three. You're absolutely right. We don't need a sequel to Grease 2. We do not need it. I am bummed that I did not get to see the stage version of that a few years ago. There was a stage version of Grease 2. Played at Gasworks. I'm, wow. not, I'm not kidding you. Yeah. Okay. I'm surprised you didn't go. I don't think I could really want to see anyone else play Stephanie Zanoni. Well, I was going to say it's Michelle or Bus for you. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. No one sings on top of a ladder like Michelle Pfeiffer. People <laughs> who've seen the film will understand what I mean. It's a signature scene. Thank you. I love All right. I'm going to have to watch it one day. Get your answers in. Remember to use yes. hashtag tell Fred. Yes. Please do it. Yes. No sequels. Hashtag no sequels as well. Uh, What's up with Fred? What's up with Fred? Well, very busy week, as Mm. we said at the top of the show. New Collectible Chaos. Top 10 favorite Robin Williams movies. Get on board. Outstanding Mm -hmm. video. Watch it, watch it, watch it. And then watch his movies. Yes. Yes. I I just watched Good Will Hunting last night as well. Had you seen it before? Not in its entirety. It's a good film, isn't it? Oh, it's so good. And the first thing I thought to myself was, apart from the fact that Robin won his Oscar for that, I can see why, but I can also see why... Uh, ben Affleck and Matt Damon won for original screenplay. Yeah. That's a good screenplay. Yeah. My goodness. Awesome film. Yeah. Check it out. Um, but yes, top 10 collectible chaos videos. No, Robin Williams. Favorite movies. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe one day we'll do, I'll be meta and make a list of that. I mean, yeah. I've got enough of them now. I can you definitely absolutely do, do. That would be fucking Or hilarious. maybe the editor could do it. Oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> There's an idea. Yeah. There's an idea. Yes, so check out my love for Robin Williams on Clickable Chaos. Uh, the monthly at Winifred's is back. Yes. Um, ta- talking all things TV shows. We, yeah. were, we were sad that ended. That mm-hmm. was that was lovely. Great episode. episode. I had fun listening to that. Thank you. Good job, ladies. Thank, thank, you, thank you. you very much. Um, that was excellent. Yeah. And yep. So Fred Watch Marvel yes. Mondays. Marvel Mondays. Yes. Still kicking on. So I'm. Uh, trudging through the MCU movies. Oh my god! <laughs> wow. But you know, it, you do what you do. You know, you, you love to review films. Look. So you got to look. He's w- taking w- one for the team. Some, I really. Oh am. my god! Don't you? <laughs> I, I I am. You know, I just I don't I don't want Kendall to keep looking at me in judgment, saying you haven't seen that one yet. <laughs> well, he's getting through them. I am getting through them and week by week. I I read your Dark World review. Yes. And Unfortunately, look. I saw the Dark World. Yes. Yes. It is. It is as I've said. Mm. No, the black sheep of the MCU. Yeah, mm. kind of. Um, look, I love it. I adore it. You I agree. To, you use the word love. I do. No, because I look. It's it's kind of like my guilty pleasure film. Right. One of them. I have a lot, but it's one of them because mm. I know it's not a good film. I will admit. It's not a good mm. film. Um, it's it, You put it very well in your review where you said there are parts of this film that are great. Oh, yeah. But as a cohesive whole, it doesn't work. No, it doesn't. And it, it comes down to the script and the director because there's nothing wrong with the actors in this movie. No, there's think. nothing. No. The performances are great. And I also love how you highlighted my man. Yeah. <laughs> he got his own separate little paragraph in there because yeah. really Hiddleston is the highlight of that movie. Like, I agree. He's, I ah, absolutely agree. He steals every scene. The problem with Thor The Dark World 
is that it is a sequel to one of the strongest MCU movies. I love that you love the first Thor so much. Because oh, I do. I think it is such a phenomenal movie. Thank you. It's uh, great. For, for the superhero genre, of yeah, course. Yeah. It is so much fun and it is so well done. Yes. And then you get the dark world. So yeah. unfortunately, it follows, like I was saying about Ghostbusters, it follows such a strong movie. Mm. And a series of <clears throat> strong movies, too, in, within an expanded universe. It's a huge disappointment, to be honest. Yeah, so it was. Inter- it was. Yeah, so it was interesting... Um, reviewing the next film in the MCU, which was Captain America 2. Winter Soldier. The Winter Soldier, because two of the three writers are on that. Marcus and McFeely. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so I had, you know, my main problems with The Dark World was the script. Yeah. Yeah, more than anything else. That's fair. Uh, So, yes, watch this space. Watch this space. I'm excited to hear your thoughts on that. But just a little quick bit of trivia before I move on. Mm. We move on. Um, Loki was supposed to stay dead. Oh, that the, his death scene as filmed mm. was supposed to be his actually prop, exit actual, from the franchise. Yep. yep, which is why it's done so dramatically and so like yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, it's a really good death scene. But yeah, um, is that because Mr. Feige listens to this podcast that he was like oh, can't happen? Yes, yeah. yes. Time traveled into the future, <laughs> listened to us talk, and then went back. No, no, no. So why not? He's doing everything else in the world. <laughs> My man, uh, my other man. Let's see. No, yeah. So uh, basically, uh, it, it was shown to test audiences mm. with Loki dying, and everyone wanted him to come to not yes. be dead because were, he is the highlight. He is the, he is the highlight. highlight. I find that any film that Loki is in is he is one of the highlights, For sure. if not the highlight. It's Thank a you. it's a wonderful, fun character. <gasps> He's so great and a wonderful performance. Yes. But we don't need to keep talking about this because I've written a review. So yes, I know, <laughs> but I love it. I'm sorry. Yeah. So <laughs> anyway, I, I yes. do have that. Fredwatch is coming out, a new episode of Fredwatch. So Philip and I are reviewing an Australian movie called Bootman. Yes, I'm mm. looking forward to that. It is the forgotten Australian dance yeah, movie. Yeah, it is. Uh, we're going to do quite a bit of depth, actually, about, oh, cool. about this film, what works and what does not work. Uh, heads up, it's not a brilliant film, but it has some brilliant moments in it. Okay. Yeah, okay. So that's quite interesting. And then towards the end of the month, we have our Halloween special. Yay! Yay! Fredwatch has its first Halloween special, and uh, Mrs. Kendall Richardson will be joining us <gasps> yes, on that one. Yes, I Mm-hmm. Always fun with Kendall. Oh, thank you. Uh, Fulia was invited and said, no way. Am I watching a scary movie? Uh, we only barely just got Philip there. <laughs> and we even were, he had some problems. We, had, we were proud. We we were, were, I was proud. We definitely. were very proud, we of, both were. proud of you, Philip. Yes. Uh, so that is it from me. Besides also reminding people to uh, go back and watch our theatre shows. Yes. Well. Uh, yes. Especially the writer and whatever happened to Jeremy Baxter, which debuted the other week. Yes. Mm. On YouTube, yeah. Yes, please check yes. them out. Um, my spe- uh, just continuing on with um, with Fred Watch, my review uh, for the month, um, Big Hero 6 written mm. review is up. Uh, so you can go read that. Yes. I love that film. It's a wonderful it's one film. Of my, it's one of my favorite Disney films. You can... Your review really showed that how much how, how much you really yeah. love that movie. You know, sure. you know I've actually not seen Big Hero Six, but your yeah. review makes me want to watch it. It's, it's really good. Yeah, it, it looks well. Putting it together and editing it and seeing some clips in the trailer mm. there, it, it looks very cute. Yes, yeah. it and, really it really does. And there's some feels. Mm. Oh my gosh, I still cry. Oh, me too. Ugh. It's yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Anyway, yes. Um, but yes, go read out, read, read a full year's review, guys. Yes, um, it was. It's a, it's a lot of fun, um, and it's one of the um, you know not so average Disney movies that I really enjoy. <laughs> so, 
Um, what else have I got? Oh, um, I unfortunately couldn't play my uh, game for Incompetent Gamers um, during the week. Um, as I said at the top of the show, I have been working at the Melbourne show. So unfortunately, I was unable to sit down at home to do my stream. Uh, but hopefully, I will be back this week, um, continuing on um, with my uh, Lego The Incredibles. So I am going to go back to both of those hmm. um, series and just collect everything now. Okay. That's pretty much, it's just going to be a free play for me. <laughs> fully other collector. Yes, I am. I've become, I've become a bit of a completionist when it's come to, to gaming now. Cool. So now I want to just go back and grab everything. Yeah, <laughs> um, What else have we got? I'll, I'll have another Fred Watch review at some point as my own Halloween special uh, for October. Uh, so... Keep your eyes peeled for that. Friday the 13th? It needs to be animated. I can watch Friday. <laughs> I'll see what I can do yeah. for you. <laughs> I've already got a couple in mind, so I'm going to see which one of the two that I might um, review. Hmm. Um, Excellent. I think that's it at the moment. Yep. Yeah, great. Lots of stuff happening. Yeah. Lots of stuff happening. Lots of content coming yeah. right at you, at your face and your ears and your eyes and everything. Mm. Yes. Everything great. Yes. So. And is that everything then? That's it. That's it? That, that was, was a podcast called Friend. And remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for future podcasts. For Fred the Alien, follow us on our SoundCloud, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. For Fred the Alien merchandise, go to our website, fredthealienproductions.com, and follow the link to our Redbubble, where you can get apparel, home decor, bags, and stationery. With our own unique Fred the Alien designs by our talented team, Unibums, Incompetent Gamers, our live stage shows, and more! Yeah! That was a Fred plug! That most certainly was. I've been a Kendall Richardson. I've been Wayne Stellini. And I've been a Fulia Cantarmaje. And you've, you've just experienced, experienced a podcast, podcast called Fred! Fred. Episode 86. Yo. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening. Yay! We appreciate it. Remember to eat beef. Remember to eat beef. Oh, yes. Or popcorn if you're... uh, Yes! And soya. Popcorn! Popcorn. Popcorn. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) I love it so much. Yeah. And scene. scene.